0: Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami-Fort Lauderdale presents The Neil Rogers Show. Hey, to talk thing, to guys. Neil, call 567 560 toll-free for David and Broward, or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. See, this
1: is, and this is my theory, like Neil Rogers also, you know, it's the kind of thing like if you throw a ball at him, he runs the other way. Yes. If you shot a hockey puck at Neil Rogers, he'd be running down 441 the other way.
2: Neil that's used it. to con the tools of ignorance,
3: and
4: he was a catcher in minor league baseball, and he could have gone pro. He decided Shows to, to do the radio. Pro.
1: Actually, it's probably been more profitable, yeah. Kobe, no. I am fucking all. Hey,
4: that's a good-looking
1: guy. Hey, that's a good-looking guy. One more time. Okay, that's a good-looking guy. Thank you.
5: Rainbow flags and earrings in my right ear. All right. Am I queer? People stop and stare when we are near. Yes. No more, more fear. We're just living life the way we want to.
1: Okay, that's a good-looking
5: guy. It's tough I'm gay and, and that's all. Why people say those nasty, nasty things they do It's because I'm gay and, and that is all It's just something they they can't approve Flamin' screamers dressed up all in drag Hey, that's a
1: good-looking guy
5: It's so sad They're the ones that make us all look bad Oh, so bad we're just living life the way we want to. Yes. It's cause I'm gay and, and that is all. It's why they say those nasty things they do. It's cause I'm gay and, and that is all. But it could be so hard inside you. Oh yeah, so, so hard inside you, inside Hey, that's a good-looking
6: guy. Squirt, squirt. 10 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Thursday to you. Thank God we finally made it to Thursday. Every day this week I thought was Thursday, and we finally made it. Ow! Let's hear it. You know, I'm coming to work this morning listening to Marvin and Tammy. Marvin Gaye, that is. Well, it's been – and yesterday, that show went over uh, very big. I had rave reviews from everybody. In fact, they liked the show yesterday better than the hockey game last night. I'm talking about the people at the Mac Arena last night. Most of us hated that game. Oh, God, that was painful. But they loved that show. And I did leave out one very glaring category, which I will touch on in a minute or two. So I'm coming to work this morning. I'm listening to uh, Marvin – and Tammy Terrell, and then, you know, I've heard all the songs I want to hear, and I'm, I'm switching the CDs. I'm about to pop the Backdoor Boys into my CD player, and all of a sudden, you know, you pull out the one CD and you're getting ready to put that, and the radio comes on. And I hear some misfit, who's obviously listening right now, by the way, see, when things get really desperate, you know, when they force you to do 45 minutes of spots an hour, and there's nobody calling, and things are getting really deadly, but well, the whole station's like, you know, the phone is in the crapper. I heard Hank yesterday crying like a child about the phone and rightfully so, carrying on uh, unbelievably. So you have to start trying with a contrived controversy, you know. I mean, it, it, Guilty tried this a few weeks ago. Did it work? No. No. Is it going to work this time? No. No. And this right on the heels of yesterday, what I actually said, and this asshole Jean Provocateur who called this morning, the one that I heard, who's listening now and listens to every minute of the show, can quote chapter and verse of what I say, even though I am a schmuck, and that's true, I am a schmuck for working in this place. But nevertheless, yesterday, what did I say? Didn't I finally say something nice about them? Well, kind of half-nice about the fact that, you know, Joe and Defoe. I didn't mention uh, what's-his-name. Hey,
1: that's a good-looking guy. I
6: didn't mention that. But uh, I give them credit for at least uh, putting on the appearance of doing a show where we're running 26 minutes of an hour of spots and uh, two updates an hour. There's nothing left. And I'm still keeping it on the air for another week until Henry Barrow starts with Chuck Meyer next Monday. I wasn't supposed to mention that. Isn't Chuck going to be working with Henry Barrow?
4: I'm working on Pee Wee Herman. Forget him.
6: Well, that's what I'm hearing. Chuck Meyer, the great Chuck Meyer with those great phone interviews. Henry Barrow, Roger Magdalene, Ron Harrison coming in to do the sports. There's a guy. Well, <laughs> cool Teddy knows nothing about sports, but he's a fun guy, you know, to be around. Lives in the Keys. That's going to be the new morning team. So I guess I guess they're looking for a scapegoat now for the fact that they just can't cut it. And they're going to do contrived controversy. So this guy's calling in, yeah, why don't you guys take a poll, huh? And see, uh, you know, then Neil Rogers, everybody can call in and say what a schmuck he is, all these terrible things he's saying about the worst team. And he can find out what South Florida really thinks about him. And Geldi's said, oh, yeah, well, he's so thin-skinned, he'll be spending all day on the." No, I'm not going to spend more than a couple of minutes on it. In fact, I wouldn't have spent any time at all until of made that unbelievable comment. Hey,
1: that's a good-looking guy. Which
6: is starting to get us a lot. Didn't he just get married, I thought? Or is getting married or something like that? Huh? Kind of a strange thing for a guy that's getting married to say... Hey, that's
1: a good-looking guy. Hey, that's a good-looking guy. Yeah,
6: all right. That was enough. That voice, that sound. Yeah, let's see. The only survey that counts in my mind as far as what South Florida thinks about me and this show is the one that comes every month. It's called the ratings, the Arbitrends, the Arbitron book, you know, every uh, three months. Have you looked at those guys? No. Probably not. So I know you're out there, all you simpering sports nerds, which, of course, is another fag club. We know that. We know that you're hanging on every word from this show. WQAM.
7: Yes, I'd like to get, speak to Neil Rogers. Speaking. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Um, My name is James. We have a
6: short show today, so it's screenless until uh, the ballgame.
7: Oh, okay.
6: Time <laughs> to pick up the calls. There aren't too many of them this week because everybody's getting ready for Passover and Easter.
7: Oh, that's okay. But this is something that's going on in the state legislature yes, that, ma'am. that people don't, don't even well, know about. Well, you
6: to the right place.
7: Well, that, I'm trying to get it tell you what's going on. Lay
6: it right out there.
7: I'm trying we to. We have this
6: massive audience out there just waiting to hear the news.
7: My name is Jane Hodes and I'm an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. Um, the Betty uh, Holsendorf is t- trying to pass a bill, actually murder a bill. that. She's will trying to murder it? Yeah. Butcher it? Well, she wrote a, there is, a, in 1993, Lorton Charles had a bill out there to get guaranteed insurance. Is he Yes, he yeah. dead. Okay. I just want to make sure you know that. Wasn't
6: he dead when he was in office, too, by the way?
7: No, he did something very good for the small employee. Yeah. Small, small employer, groups 1 to 50. He had a law in 1994, so guarantee issue, a law.
6: How do you spell that? L a w r Law? Law? Or is that L-O-R-E as in folklore? You
7: want to hear what's going on? I'm
6: listening carefully, but I want to make sure we get it done correctly.
7: I can tell. It's a law.
6: A law?
7: If you want to call it that, that's fine. That... About... Taking away guaranteed issued insurance for,
4: employee, for employers. Yeah. Oh, I gotta run. I got
6: another call. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Yeah. How you doing? All right. How you doing? Great. Who the hell? Who's making fun of you on the morning show? Because you're a great guy. I love you. Who's, yeah. Who, who has any right to
6: judge? Now, you? you don't understand. It's not a question of making fun. It's a question of they're desperate and they're trying to stir up a bunch of contrived controversy because they can't get any calls. I sat here. I watched one call come in for about 45 minutes.
4: They're a, dying. Who's the one saying stuff? Is it Bo Camper?
6: What is it? Is it Bo
4: Camper talking, or is it for- The Forest?
6: Yeah, Bow Camper, yeah. Kimbo.
4: That guy doesn't know anything about sports.
6: I think it's Geldy. You heard Geldy this morning say, Hey,
1: that's a good-looking guy. You hear
6: that? No, I, I didn't listen to I think to... Geldy's trying. I think he must have heard on my show yesterday, trying to give us a message. Well,
4: those guys are a bunch of three jerk-offs on that show.
6: Okay, thanks for the good news. Okay, so I guess we're going to rip them today. Is that what we're going to do until the ball game comes out? I wasn't planning on doing that. I was hoping to hear about that lore in Tallahassee that uh, Governor Walken, uh, well, Governor Sleepin' Lawton. He sleeps with the fishes now. What was she talking about? I guess she assumes now, and now she's not going to like me. See, I am thin-skinned. She's going to say lots of terrible things about me. So I cut her off, and I was rude. It was boring, lady, okay? I don't know what you're talking about. We don't care. We aren't the least bit interested in what's going on up there. Until they find out, of course, uh, this thing with, now you see they're trying to do the thing with the vouchers, school vouchers? I told you about that, Jeb Bush, didn't I? and all those uh, fascists, what they want to do is just take all the minorities, I don't want to mention which ones, and have the public school just be like a a dumping place for them, and all the people with some money, they're going to go to these uh, private schools and parochial schools, these hotsy-totsy, and just destroy public education, which, of course, is part of the whole right-wing philosophy. Not that I want to get into politics, but uh, what you see is what you get. So just keep in mind, when it comes to uh, anything of any consequence, the jebster is full of crap. Now, don't be picking on the guys in the morning. I will say this. They're costing the rest of us money. In fact, uh, I know Hank is probably feeling the same way. I'm holding up my end of the bargain with those numbers. Oh, yeah, that's right.
5: Oh, God.
6: We're doing it. But a lot of us have secondary bonuses based on the overall station performance, Men 2554, and when certain shows, which I don't want to mention which ones they are, certain shows are biting the big one,
1: hey, that's a good-looking guy, then
6: it costing us all money. But anyway, you know, if they want to rip me, that's fine because I can handle it, even though I am thin-skinned. And by the way, Defoe, I never was a catcher, and I'm not. I told him that in the hallway. He was out there with his baseball bat again. He was batting it around. Getting fat. Rhymes with bat. Ten minutes after 10 at 560
8: QAM. Several places for spring training, I know, but I remember I go back a long way to when the Yankees first came down here, and they had trained all those years in St. Petersburg, and what a culture shock it was for them to leave St. Petersburg and come to Fort Lauderdale with it, which at that time – was where spring break was happening, you know, in St. Petersburg. You know it was happening there, Will, because you, you've been to spring training in that city. There was nothing there, right?
4: Well, I was in Port Charlotte for five years.
8: When when you were with the – did you ever go to St. Petersburg?
4: Nope.
8: For spring training, never did?
4: Nope, nope. Okay. Uh, nine years before that, I was
8: in uh, Arizona. Yeah, that. right, with the Giants. Yep. Hey, uh, how is it uh, coming over to the American League? You looking forward to it? I've uh,
4: been in the American League for five years now. Yeah. So I'm not uh, I'm not unfamiliar with it. I'm looking forward to just starting with a, n- a new team here.
9: All right. Hey, stupid. Kelsey, Kelsey, talking on a court show, trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl. A little sports show. What else are you there for? Gelby, Delphi talking like a baby, who needs a little training. Why can't you understand, you don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber band, that joke.
8: your throat comes.
9: Delphi. Gelby, Delphi. Oh! Gelly, your lucky management don't care. Cause Gel-D, you don't belong there on the air. And Gelly, the sports can wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. <laughs> oh, Kelsey, Kelsey, when you're gonna grow up, you make us want to throw up. You silly, squeaky fool, go to broadcasting school. Your pretty, you it's boys make you sound like a huss.
0: Yes.
9: You're a putt. Ten seventeen at five fifty
6: Thanks to our good friends at Chuck. Now, did Niecy make you're this hot. thing? I think oh, wow. Thank you, Niecy. That's for you, sweetheart, for a uh, lovely lunch. Uh, is there a little sauce in here? No, I don't know. Oh, I got scared there for a second. Oh, by the way, Hank, uh, I heard Hank yesterday talking about the fact that he's uh, read that Bernstein book on diabetes, which is great, by the way. You're right about that, Humper. And he was asking, because I mentioned the other day, uh, the schmear olive oil, which is one of the things. I didn't just make that up out of my mind, okay? Although I do like extra virgin olive oil. It's great stuff. But uh, smear it on your feet. Because your feet are very important when you're diabetic. Got circulation, you know. You have the slightest problem, infection, whatever. Keep those feet in good shape. And Hank was concerned because uh, I said do it before you go to bed. I don't mean like right before you go to bed, Hank. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, you know, in the evening. And the amazing part of it is you don't have to worry about what it smells like when you go to bed. At least not your feet. Because... Amazingly, your skin absorbs the olive oil, which is the whole idea. And olive oil don't smell like too much anyway, you know, I've never had either one of my dogs has ever complained. Now, if I was going to be spending, you know, a couple hours in the sack, well, half an hour in the sack with some hot number, then you know, maybe I'd wait until after she left and then I would, uh, you know, then I would apply the olive oil on my feet. So anyway, it's 1019 at 5:50. <laughs> WQM, let's just have a massive war on a whole station, I guess, is what those guys want. I don't know. I'm having a good time. Just like, remember what Magic Johnson said that on that show? I'm having a good time. Two weeks later, it was canceled because the audience was having a miserable time. Yeah, I had some great folks there at the hockey game last night. My good friend Sean is home for the break from Northwestern University in Chicago, which he said is a living and breathing city with real people. Told you. Told you, Sean. But, of course, the game itself, I mean, what is there to say? You know, I hear these people analyzing Terry Murray is this, Terry Murray, you know. And I will give credit. Geldi was right there at the end. Even a little ass sucker like him, he's right. And that is that this team uh, offensively, I mean, when you're two, thank you, Miriam, God bless you. Uh, when you're two supposed top centers, Victor Kozlov and Niedermar, I mean, Niedermar, and they keep quoting him in the paper, he's lost. I'm screaming at him the whole game. Robbie, do something. Get with it. A little effort there. Robbie's hopeless. And Victor Kozlov. Maybe he should be on an ABC uh, figure skating thing tonight, because that's all he does. He skates around these big, looping circles, I mean, round and around, and nothing ever happens. And then, uh, you know, Whitney feeds him a great pass there on a two-on-one. I mean, wide open side of that, and he shoots it ten feet wide. You know, Victor, that ain't going to get the job done, sweetheart. Major, major disappointment to me is good old Victor Kozlov. And, you know, you take, uh, I mean, what's really left? You take Burry out of there. And, of course, then I'm reading that he didn't bother skating yesterday again. Maybe he'll skate today. Is it likely he'll be back for that big game tomorrow night against Nashville? No. I mean, now that the team is, like, just about on the verge of being. I mean, everything on that scoreboard last night in the Arena, total disaster. Oh, my God. The Leafs getting pounded by San Jose. Eight to five it winds up. And uh Boston winning 3 nothing over Ottawa and Carolina beating out the Islanders. I mean, everything bad that could have happened on the scoreboard happened last night, including in the arena itself. And don't let the fact that we outshot uh, the Rangers by that margin, it, it means nothing because, I mean, Richter played okay. He played pretty good. But there weren't really many scoring chances. They were mostly far-out pussy shots. And when we did have the good chances, uh-oh, can't get the job done. Right, Robbie? Right. The idea that they're quoting Niedermeyer, uh, you know, uh, when they lose these big games, uh, every face off, especially late in, late in the game, every, at least he's consistent. Here's Peter Nedved against Robbie Niedermayer. Big face off, a minute to go in the game. We pulled the goalie, six attackers out there. Robbie, win a face off. Can he win one? No. Lost them all, all the big ones. Game after game after game. So they keep, you know, with the, with the smoke and mirrors, the organization this and the organization, you know, and they keep blowing smoke, but it was uh, very sad. So I guess maybe we'll be getting uh, good credits on that uh, playoff money toward next year. There you go. Oh. That's gonna be happy about. WQAM. WQAM.
8: How you doing, Neil? Okay, uh, I know sir. you were at the game, so you couldn't have missed a gem that um, your buddy Rimmer has said last
4: night. Uh, first off, he's, Talking about the game, and uh Warrell gets in a little scuffle, and he says, oh, I'll tell you, he said the one thing about the Panthers.
6: Hey, Joe Costello's good. back today from his bout with mono, thanks to a Greg Reed. Go ahead.
4: They stuck. Yeah. He says, oh, the one thing about the Panthers, we have one of the best one-two punches in hockey. I almost rolled off the sofa. Zimmer, uh, you who, asshole. Who was he, talking? One-two punch. What
6: was he talking about?
4: He was talking about... uh uh, Royale got in a little scuffle, and he says, Oh, well, with Laws and Worrell, they're like, Oh, uh, what, a, what
6: a waste of time that Warrell is. I mean, you know, gets a stupid penalty, and then, of course, you remember they scored one of the goals on a four on four. Exactly. Yeah, and, and oh. I, huh? And I scored, Brett Hedigan screening poor Sean Burke there, skating right in front of him on the, uh, first goal there, the, uh, Graves goal. That was pathetic.
4: Listen, Remmer, a one-two punch is a pass from Yager to Straka and a goal. There One go. three assists, two for the goal. You're an asshole, Remmer. You're an asshole. I'll
6: tell him that at dinner Saturday. Thank you, sir. By the way, Remmer, this guy says you're an asshole. No, he's not an asshole. He's just a shill. We know. Oh, there's Andrew Cunanan in the hallway. You know, I, I got to tell you this, Sam. Seriously. Because everybody in the building, we've been showing that picture in that book. You know, the Cunanan on the deathbed because it looks so much like you. And I held it up to Geldie this morning. I said, There's Andrew Kunan. You think he looks like Sam and Geldie said, Hey,
1: that's a good looking guy.
6: And I thought, What what kind of a comment is that? For a guy that's supposedly getting married. Kunan with all that blood on his puss? Hey,
1: that's a good looking guy.
6: Jesus, Geldy. Maybe that one uh, testicle is about to descend and instead of the uh, maybe we'll call him Ridgeling instead of Gelding, huh? He'll be moving up in the world instead of Gelding, it's a Ridgeling. All you horse people know what that is. Yeah, that's a horse with one descended testicle.
10: That doesn't talk quite so high.
6: See, Sam does know that picture looks just like him. You've been freaked out ever since, haven't you? He's been walking around like, uh-oh, uh-oh, not going over to the beach anytime soon. Uh-oh, not going by that Versace mansion anytime soon. And, well, if it'll make you feel better, I'll read you the last line in the book. Of course, keep in mind this Gary Indiana is an out-of-the-closet screaming fag who writes the whole book from that perspective. But he says the last sentence. He says, the bullet bounced around in his skull and came to rest without damaging his face, contrary to all reports. In fact, Andrew looked really, really pretty. Now, I find that a rather repugnant comment. I didn't think he looked pretty even before the bullet, you know, but nevertheless, he said,
1: hey, that's a good looking guy.
6: But anyway, 24 past 10 at 560 WQM. Don't be ripping a morning show, okay? I mean, they got the real problems unless you want to, of course. I mean, here's, here's this schmuck calling in this morning a suckling. Oh, Neil's a schmuck. Neil, they're ripping a show. You know what? What am I supposed to say? Okay, I mean, I can't. I'm not the one who makes the decisions. I'm the one that not the one who decided to put Henry Barrow and Chuck Meyer on there next Monday. They're just not cutting it. They're costing us all money. WQAM.
11: Hey, Neil, how are you? Great. A uh, great game last night,
6: huh? Sounds like a chronic regular to me. Is not what, it? What's the difference? Yeah, it is. See, he always says, "What's the difference?" That's that jackass Andy. Only this time I'm onto a man because I got my blood sugar down. I'm having a nice lunch from Chuck and Easy at the subcenter on the of 441. The difference is we don't want to talk to you. The audience doesn't want to hear you. George hates you like poison. I hate you like, uh, like anything you can imagine. That's the difference is that it's my show and I don't want to talk to you. I don't want your faxes. I don't want to see you. I don't want to know from you. How do you like that? Because we took a poll and the whole audience said, you know that Andy from Hollywood? He's an asshole. That's right. And nice going, by the way. Very few people get a unanimous vote, huh? I bet you, if we took a poll right now, there'd be some people out there saying they like Gildy on here. I mean, when you when you hear that scratchy, screeching—I mean, listen to the first couple of words here. See, this
1: is—and this is my theory. Like when. You-
6: See what I'm saying? L- listen to
1: that. See, this is
6: I mean, it sounds—you—you you, know—you heard that old expression about your nuts in a vice? huh? Is that like teats in a ringer, nuts in a vice? something like? I mean, listen.
1: See, this is, and this is my, uh,
6: come on, one octave lower, practice with me. And I even said something nice, remember, when uh, Christina Moore missed a plane, and I heard little uh, excerpts of him doing a hockey game that night. Good job there, Gildy, excellent, especially under those conditions. See, I tell it like it is. I don't have any ass to grind, no agenda, other, of course, than my homosexual agenda. I mean, that goes without saying. Oh, big stories about the uh, ball game coming up in Cuba this weekend. Oh, boy. <laughs> Going to be a lot of people doing a Green Apple Quick Step in Little Havana this weekend. Hey,
1: that's a good-looking guy.
3: There was not old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his head at some boys who were down by the creek their feet in the water their hands on their marbles and playthings things and at half past four there came a young lady she looked like a pretty young creature she sat on the grass she pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow... Down by the dock, he looked like a man with a sizable home in the country, with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog, who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself.
6: Hey! All right. Wow, I give that about a 82 on a scale of one. 10.32 at 5.60 WQAM. So our poll question today is uh, guilty, Can him or uh, keep him? That's our poll question. No, actually, yesterday in our discussion of all the various um jobs that are various occupations uh, that are mostly um jobs held by homos, how come I left out school teachers? You know, I was thinking about this even before the show yesterday. I don't know what uh, made me think about this. But when I was in school, now I don't know if it's the same today as it used to be years ago, most of my teachers were missed. The female teacher, well, some of the guys, the female teachers were Miss this and missed that. And I'm not talking, see, in those days we used to call an old maid. Nobody back then would ever refer to somebody as a bull dyke. I mean, that, that was impolite, you know, as an old dyke. So we used to call them old maids. And I could mention the names of the, some of the teachers because I'm sure they're dead by now, like uh Miss Malloy. She was my teacher in kindergarten and first grade. She's got to be dead by now, I hope. Well, I mean, not that I hope, but I don't want to be, you know. Well, no, I mean, I'm not saying that Miss Malloy was a dyke, but she just seemed awfully, uh, you know, old, not to have been married. And you know what they say about old people that haven't been married, don't you?
5: Hey, stupid!
6: But anyway, yeah, most of my, you know, female teachers were miss this and miss that. They were, like, in their 50s and 60s, and I had, like, a Miss Lyons, who definitely is dead by now. She was in her 70s, amazing as that may seem. Like, I guess early 70s, late 60s, still teaching. Miss. So there's another one, your teachers. You know, if you take this business about keeping fags out of uh, the teaching profession, if they did that, they'd have to shut down all the schools, especially the parochial schools. There's no fags in, in the church. But I'm wondering if that's still the same today, if most of your teachers, like in the last, you know, 10, 15 years have been missed this and missed that or missed the point. Five six seven oh, 560 pound 560 on the mobile one line. Screenless Thursday, by the way, and we're doing that because, you know, it's just kind of a we're just here for the formality today to set up the ball game. Cardinals and the uh, Marlins, uh, 4 o'clock Hank will be on after the game. 12.50, we got the ball game. And then after the ball game, we got Hank at Chulas. The Boogster will be on tonight, 6 to 10, at Kaplan, 10 o'clock. We're talking about Boog has got thin skin. How can you be that fat and have thin skin? I don't understand that. We're not saying it because we don't like you, Boog. The fact is you're turning into a gigantic, enormous cow, like that lady they called yesterday from Phoenix, the cow lady. WQAM. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
4: I heard through the grapevine you were doing screenless, so I had to come out from under my rock. Yeah. How you
6: doing? WQIM.
4: Hey, Uncle Neil, how you
3: doing? Okay. I was curious. if You happened to have seen the Oscars and saw no, one. No, I
4: did not.
6: Well, Hoopie, I Hoopy. not the Oscars. Why would I watch that crap? Well, cause it's just funny because Hoopy
4: said the shot word live at the Oscars, mm-hmm. and, and it, I was surprised that no
5: one picked up on it.
6: Well, maybe nobody cared.
5: Well, you just, you just, you don't have Bob it.
6: Baffert said it live on TV, said bullshot after he won the Kentucky Derby last year.
4: Because I was just surprised during prime time that, that, that the thumpers, et cetera, didn't just go berserk.
6: Well, I'm, I'm delighted to hear we're making some progress. There you go. There's some good news for you. Oh, oh and by the way, everybody that's always threatening they're going to call the FCC, by the way, be my guest, go ahead, but there's a great article in Business Week magazine this week. Do You realize, thanks to our good friends, the Republicans, the FCC is basically being disemboweled and being put right back to what it originally was supposed to be, a bunch of paper pushers? That's right. They're no longer going to be the uh, censorship uh, FCC. They're going to be just the, uh, not, and not even so much the technical FCC. Now, the only bad part of this is one of the things that the uh, radio and TV people are screaming about, especially the radio people, they're not happy with the restrictions on the number of stations they could own in a market. How do you like that? So, in other words, maybe Queer Channel can buy up every station in the market. Maybe that's what they want. And by the way, for those people on the morning show, I don't want to mention no names, uh, you know, in particular. But anybody on the morning show that's got a problem with this show, with Neil Rogers. Hey,
1: that's a good looking guy. I'll tell you
6: right now, the only reason that you guys are still in there doing the sports stuff and we're still all spots radio here is because of this show. Because the last year, the last 14 months that we've been here, you take the numbers from midday out of here and put back, uh, you know, the fat uh, sports bitch and Christina Moron with those horrible numbers they had before. And I hate to break the news to you. But the guy with the bad haircut down the hall—he'd probably be out there shoveling whatever was on that song before in the uh yeah you know, the stalls out at uh, Gulfstream. Or hi, Aaliyah. That's right. Because the vultures were just hover- ho- hovering over this place before we came over here, and rescued these dying bastards. That's why. You- that's why you got all those spots there in the morning. Don't you understand that, guys? Because we got to pay Baldy. We've been held hostage thanks to Greg, who's the great deal maker, the Wheeler, the dealer, the sports maven, with mono. We're held hostage to a Baldy. So the first, you know, $10 million in uh, revenue that we make, that's all well and good. That all goes into Baldy's pocket. Right, Baldy? WQAM. QAM. Nice talking to you. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going, buddy? Great. ran into you when you were leaving the game
4: last night. I said hi to you. Yeah. Anyway.
6: Like I thought got out of there pretty quick last night.
4: Yeah, the morgue. I left the morgue a little before the game ended. But, pretty uh, depressing. Very depressing. Um, i like to screen this hour because I don't have to pay for this call until you pick it up. You really yeah, like yeah.
6: I mean, George needs to rest in there. He's eating <laughs> That's lunch. That's right. He's already done
4: lunch. Uh, did you see the uh, article in Sports Illustrated about the, the guy uh, we drafted, Andrew Long? No. Terrible This guy was trying to justify, in a way, uh, the uh, Boldrus, the Jesse Boldrus guy hitting him saying this game is played on the edge, and he just went over the edge
6: just a little
4: oh, bit. Oh, Yeah, right. Uh huh. If you ever get I say Fry's ass. That was, I agree. That was
6: unbelievable.
4: He's trying to get back in the game. This kid. And by the way, what
6: was that that Neymar was doing there? Uh, you know, spearing the guy between the legs there on that faceoff, almost, and lucky that didn't get a penalty there late in the game. What thought was that? Did you see that?
4: That's the only time Neymar goes after somebody is when he's got you know. The when he wants game. to get
6: between their legs, I thought that maybe Nikki's too busy doing that MTV uh, spring break thing and uh, she ain't taking care of him anymore. He said a lot we should, uh don't even talk to me about knee affair, man. He's The worst. He's, Absolute he's, disaster. And they keep quoting, and they keep quoting him in the newspaper. They keep having these articles and he said, Oh well gee, that was a game we really needed. We just didn't uh, yeah. Yeah, right, Robbie. You're a good sp- a spokesman, huh?
4: He shows up for every one in a dozen games right. and it's just he's he's the epitome of the team. Just every face
6: off, every important face off loses it. Every single one.
4: I told my brother when I brought him to the first game he went to last night. I said, "Okay, we got Chris Wells and, and Robbie Eberhardt." Yeah, D. We're Chris gonna Wells. Them. How do you like
6: him out there? Huh? He's going to kill a boy? Stick while they were scoring, while Nedved scored the second goal, because Chrissy was walking around with the remnants of a broken stick there. I mean, that he, can to anybody I understand. But it's just that poor Chrissy just can't uh, do anything right.
4: When he broke it and dropped it, turned to my brother. Off, I said, "Listen, this guy can play with a stick. We're in trouble right now." And yeah. boom, bada bing!
6: exactly bada bing. That's right. Neil. Well, at least uh, we have no more pressure anyway. The pressure's well, off. Well,
4: that's right. Why bring Bury back there? Yeah, huh?
6: he'll be. You know, when he's good and ready, he'll come back. Have a great day, sir. Ray Whitney. God, God. bless you. Okay, right. Ray Whitney feeds Kozlov a perfect pass into two on one. You can smell a goal is coming. Victor with a shot. It's ten feet wide. But the organization. Uh, we got the youngsters in the organization, and yeah, uh, right. Too much BS from BM. That's what I say. Twenty before eleven at five sixty. WQAM. Hey, Pizza Loft has uh, got something great coming up. we got got uh, Pesach coming what? When? When did you tell me? This Sunday?
4: The 31st, Wednesday,
6: at sunset. Well, it's pretty close. We're getting close to it. So I wouldn't be surprised not too many more days go by that Jeff Cohen's going to be coming over here with some of that great matzah pizza and matzah lasagna, which he invented last year. And uh, you don't have to worry. It's a kosher for Pesach. It's unleavened, baby. And that's the way to go. It's good stuff. Do it would taste even better? Uh, amazingly enough, you go to the Pizza Loft, you'll say, hey, I'm Jewish. You'll say, Oi, good. And here's some of the good stuff. You'll love it. And even if you're you're not Jewish, even the Goyim can go in there now or anytime you like and enjoy all the great Italian goodies. The real award-winning lasagna. 60
5: WQAM. Just you and Brad boys. Never meanin' no harm. Make the all
3: you never saw because they're each other's paw and they're porkin' their balls. Brushing their gums Cause they ain't got no teeth Most days are mounting their mama Cause they can't
2: catch a sheep yes.
0: They're
5: getting laid The only way they know how
3: That's just a little more fun Than going tipping some cows oh, Just to big bred, boys wouldn't change if they could. Oh! Screwing with Darwin
6: because there came folkism wood. 10.45 at 5.60, and Marlins and the Cardinals at 12.50 in the P.M. We only got another, what, couple hours here? We're out of here? Wow. Any interest in that ballgame? No. Any interest at all? Any interest? No. In the Marlins? In uh, the Cardinals? No. In the uh, Orioles in Cuba? No. Oh, sorry I brought that up. Yeah, that'll be on ESPN, whether you like it or not, okay? Too bad. Grow up, get with the program, stop with the tired old crap. Or we're real tired of it. And by the way, nice job in Kosovo, baby. Oh! A lot of men of the Stone Age is what I say, that Milosevic son of a bitch. He's Hitler Jr. He's Hitler Light is what he is. You know, speaking of that Bud Light spot, I must have seen that 15 times last night after the hockey game. The greatest TV spot in history.
7: Paper or plastic?
6: Now, did you say you've seen that? The best. Hey guys, need a receipt? Still short. Still short. She's great. The bag boy's great. I mean, the whole, it's just uh, fantastic. Makes you want to go right in and uh, take a look <laughs> and be thankful you got all that toilet paper. WQAM. Hello. Yeah,
4: we just talked a little while ago. We got disconnected. How you doing? WQAM. Same old thing. Back. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. How are you?
6: Great. Turn that radio off, sir. Oh,
4: no, how are you? Good morning. Great. I wasn't expecting an answer. No, see,
6: this is the idea. Get these people a little off balance. They're like that jackass Andy in Hollywood. That's called 17 times already.
4: <sighs> right. right Neil, how, where do you think the uh, chances?
6: What do I think are the chances of what? Hello? What do I think I'm are the chances have of what? a
4: connection here.
6: What do I think are the chances of what, sir?
4: Forget about it.
6: <laughs> oh! Oh! all right see what i'm saying don't look at me i'm doing great
2: there's something in the
6: air baby even thunderclap newman even alfred e newman is chuckling about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> wqam hey neil get off the air
10: you chuck
6: off. wqam qam hello uh
10: good morning neil yes ma'am uh i just turned i love your show i turned in um, I turned
6: another show
10: pardon i love you can, can
6: you wait a minute can you hear me yes because the other guy just acted like he couldn't hear me what seems to be the problem here
10: oh i can hear you great
6: then how come when i asked i asked you a question you didn't respond you were listening to another show
10: no i have my radio off oh, no i said i listened to the end of i tuned in a, a little bit late and i Heard the end of it, and you mentioned that Henry Barrell and Chuck Meyer—they are they coming to your station? Yes, yes. Oh, what time?
6: Six to ten a.m. starting Monday.
10: Oh, great! I love Henry Barrell.
6: Yeah, what about Chuck Meyer?
10: Well, I because lo- Chuck
6: he- is going to be the anchor. He's not—he's not sold on Henry through doing the news. He's- I'm working on Pee Wee Herman. Forget him. Yeah. yeah,
10: I remember him from. Uh, well, I, I really can't quite place him. Who's
6: that, Henry Barrell? Oh.
10: No, no, I know Henry. Oh, you love Meyer. Yeah, right. Well, I love Henry Barrow, and I know he went off the other station, and I thought, what a lot. Well,
6: where did you hear about that? Who told you he went off that other station?
10: Well, um, okay, he went off on a Friday, which I I listened to the, didn't hear the whole thing. I didn't hear him say he was leaving, but my husband listens to the garden show on Saturday.
6: Oh, he's the one, yeah. And
10: he mentioned it. He -hmm. just said he retired from radio. And I thought, oh God! So I. Tr- I'll tell you
6: one thing: the the day he left IOD is the day that he retired from radio. He, he didn't realize it, but that right. was right. You know, so
10: then I called Monday his. Too much build up,
6: Henry. I called I called his
10: station Monday, and they yeah. said no, he won't be here. Well, the
6: good news is for you: this coming oh, Monday. What's the date six, this Monday? Whatever it is, the um 20 Twenty-ninth. Great. Six to ten a.m. Chuck Meyer, Henry Barrow, Ron Harrison, Roger Magillan, the entertainment Ron report. Ron Harrison. Right. <gasps>
10: I loved him with, there you it, go. with Mike.
6: Well, now you got something to look forward to, sweetheart. Wait, right,
10: six to ten. Yeah, I can't get. I know uh, Mike Ranieri's up. No, forget about
6: him. He's up there at uh, well, he's a big time J and A station. Playing, uh, Della Reese records.
10: Once in a records. Well, you me.
6: can't listen to both shows at the same time, sweetheart. You're oh. gonna have to. Now you got the oh. good news. I'm giving you good
10: news. Ron Harrison. I'll Rex Harrison, me. right? What a team?
6: George Harrison.
10: <laughs> Love you, Neil. Okay, my Bye-bye. sweet
6: Lord, have a great day. Okay. Jeez, I'm trying to give that lady some good news. and It's like uh she's in disbelief for crying out loud. We all know Ron Harrison. Hey, that's a good looking guy. Christ. W Q A M, hello. It's crap. <laughs> w Q A M.
4: There's one just went
6: right. W Q A M, hello. All
4: right, I gotta speak to Neil, Speaking, yes. Neil? Yes. Oh, I wanted to say... Get a
6: new phone, sir. Get a phone that works. I, I, You know, I can't do that to the audience. I'd rather talk to bozos than uh, some guy with a bad phone. I'd rather talk about uh, Chuck Meyer and Henry Bear. Oh! Okay, ...than somebody with a phone like that. Get a, get a real phone. Take the tin cans, uh, cans and the string. Toss them out the window. Just toss them.
5: <laughs>
6: Come on, I want to hear about your teachers, about the bull teachers. Not by name, of course. I want to hear about all the old teachers. Now, how about you? Were your teachers Miss?
4: The old the old ladies? Most of them, yes.
6: Yeah, old maids. Isn't that what we always old refer to them? Old school marms. Old school marms. Yeah, they were old dykes is what they were. We never realized that. So there's another. That should have been at the top of the list, right next to the priest and the nuns, who are also teachers, by the way. I don't want to tell you what they teach, but I think you have a good idea. WQAM.
4: Hello? George. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Okay. Yeah.
6: Now get a better phone. WQAM. Hello?
4: Is this a lightning round? Bring yeah. back the bird. Oh, nah, yeah.
6: We'll give you the bird. There you go, pal. Hop on it. WQAM. Hello. QAM. WQAM. Neil. See, we have to go through 100 to get a good one, but at least we get some. Yes, sir.
4: Good after- Good morning, sir. What How are you? you? Great. Uh, Three things. Number one, I'm still Finishing laughing. Up a great
6: lunch, getting ready to get out of here at 1250 for a big ball game.
4: Great. Still laughing at the lady that you just sold her that in barrels was coming back on QAM.
6: Well, you don't believe that?
4: I believe anything you tell me, sir.
6: Henry, Barrow, and Chuck, do you remember Chuck Meyer?
4: Before my time. From IOD? Before my time, sir, unfortunately.
2: Oh, my God. I have just tasted your snapper. Get out of here, Henry. It's not time yet.
4: Before my time. Joe Costello's is uh,
6: going to be doing the fishing reports on that show, too, by the way. <laughs> hey, he just stuck his head in the door to tell us he's going to be doing the auto racing show Saturday morning, 6 to 7, and the fishing reports on a morning show with Henry and Chuck.
4: I forgot more about auto races than Joe Costello will ever know. Now,
6: he just said that the bird is coming back, and he just gave it to you is what he did. Okay.
4: <laughs> Don't forget, Joe Costello,
6: 6 to 7 this Saturday morning, going around and around and around. Oh, God, I forgot about that uh,
8: Jeff Gordon song, by the way. That would have fit in good. We'll get it on today. Would have fit in good yesterday. Huh? Joe wants to know if he can play that on his show. Play what? The Jeff Gordon song. Sure.
6: You can play whatever you want. You're part of the family here. That's why the rest of the guys hate you like poison. By the
8: way, he's going back home because uh, Greg gave him mono.
6: Yeah, no, seriously. Why well, you're still sick? How do you like that? What did I tell you? And this and the problem with Greg Reed is you tell him anything and he he looks at you like eh, like everything's a joke. He doesn't take anything seriously. Maybe he just doesn't have the intellect to take anything seriously. It, does, it doesn't sink in that spot he keeps searching for in the top of his head that he keeps scratching where the brain used to be. He keeps scratching and searching. And you know, the old saying where there's no sense, there's no feeling. Don't take it personally, Greg. It's not that we don't like you. It's just we don't want you spreading disease around here. And I'm not, I'm not making that up either. I told a few people that the boss has got, because they say, has he really got mono? And I said, yeah. And he's coming in there, spread some of the most highly infectious diseases. In and look how I'm spitting out my meatballs all over just talking about this. I'm spitting it. And the meatballs too. Go home, Greg. Get some rest. We can get along here without you for a few <laughs> hours, you know? We can somehow scrape our way by. In fact, go out there and have a meeting with Wayne. Give him the mono. He deserves it. Not a good guy like Joe Costello. We think he's a good guy. Of course, the other guy. And you know the interesting part about it? Some of the egos on this radio station. Some people get really uptight and upset about silly things. You know, know, like the day I came out of here and I said Lawrence Taylor was a running back. Okay, I make as many mistakes. What do I know? I don't watch the stupid Giants play. To me, he's just another gangster. I don't know what, another drug addict. So, you know, we all make mistakes. But these people that get all uptight about these silly things for crying out loud, what's wrong with you guys? Well, what is wrong? What is the matter with you? When are you going to grow up and get a life and get with the important stuff, if we ever figure out what that is? W-Q-A-M, hello? Q-A-M? W-Q-A-M? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You think Hank Goldberg is gay? You think he's been... No, I don't. W-Q-A-M, hello? Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, we used to have a phys ed teacher. You remember when they used to, like, paddle back in schools? Yes. Well, they used to... He used to
4: find... Did he ever
5: paddle your rectum?
4: Yeah, whenever we were bad, we'd have to get paddled, but we would have to get paddled bare ass. And about 5 years after I left high school, uh it was in the papers. He got uh he got canned for doing something. I I think it was inappropriate with a
3: student or something.
6: How do you like but,
3: that? Yeah, but uh yeah, he...
6: like I said. Do you hear that? Do you hear that exchange? I said sounds like S&M high to I me and then he gives me the name of a school. Sir, it was just a observation. Oh, there's Jack Kevorkian, by the way, delivering his closing arguments. They're all saying, hey, Guilty, you're going to the electric chair or something like that. He don't care. He's an old guy. He's helped a lot of people off themselves. I say let's hear it for Dr. J. Oh! kind of a country is it where you can't blow your own brains out, where you can't you know, end the misery and the suffering? Huh? That's what we're doing with the morning show. We're ending the misery and the suffering. No wonder Defoe's running around in the hallway with a baseball bat. He's just waiting for Henry Bear oh! to show up again. Monday morning, sweetheart. I wonder if they're going to let the guy say goodbye tomorrow morning.
2: Oh, i got to go. Oh, where's the light? Where's the, where's the light?
0: I
11: got up this morning. It was 3 a.m. I was
2: sleepy as can be.
11: I was searching for that bathroom light because I really got to pee. Call it being lazy. I got to go so bad I can't think. Man, would I be in trouble if she caught me peeing in the sink. Uh-uh. Guys do it all the time. A late night when we take a leak. Squirt, squirt. It's just too much darn trouble to put down the toilet seat. A wife sits down but hits the water. Man, can I hear her whine? Used all the toilet paper, underwears on the floor. Guys do it. Yeah. All the time
5: I'm oh, sorry, honey Pick up your underwear You forgot to put down the corner seat Sorry, dear I'll
9: do it next time, I promise
6: 1101 is 560 WQM. By the way, speaking of chocolate salty balls, you'll be very pleased to know, at least George will, Academy Award winning singer-songwriter uh, Isaac Hayes, now the voice of Chef on the Cartoon South Park, and singer-songwriter Randy Newman are among the latest entertainers lined up to take the stage at Sunfest. Also announced on Wednesday were Kenny G, <laughs> the B-52s, and Cubanismo. Cubani- I-, I think they left an eye on is Isn't it Cubanissimo? Or is that La Cubanismo? That's some stupid radio, st- whatever. The performers top off a long list of artists scheduled to entertain at Sunfest, the five-day music festival on Flagler Drive, along the Intracoastal Waterway in West Palm Beach, April 28th to May 2nd. You'll be there, right? See Isaac Hayes?
8: He's a Scientologist. No.
6: Oh, you won't be there for that. He is? Oh, I heard you say yeah. that that day, too,
4: yeah. Oh, very depressing.
6: Goes to show you. Yeah, but why should you be concerned about that? If you liked the Tom Cruise movie, would you not watch the movie because he's a Scientologist? No, I don't care. You were big on Pulp Fiction.
8: I was? No. I like. Two scenes from that movie.
6: Yeah. And then what about the, uh, mayonnaise on the fries in Amsterdam, huh? Do you know that they, uh,
8: I mean, come on.
6: Jesus. Yeah, you know, and you know, that's why a lot of people in this town like that movie, because they've never been anywhere. Except maybe Cuba. WQAM, hello. Yes.
4: How are you doing today, Neil?
6: Great. Never been better, sir. I finished a great lunch. I'm getting out of here early. Got yeah, my You know
4: what? That's why I call it the logic complaint. Wh- what complaint about we what? we put on Marlin spring training baseball and let you go home when we need to hear, hear you until 2 o'clock. <laughs> oh, what? well. the way it goes, you know. That, I, that's unbelievable. It's
6: a tough life.
4: And then you've got to listen to the sports team with, like, five bazillion commercials and there's no, no you, don't have uh, you have to know, and they yell the, Hey, Gildy, what the fuck? No, movie? you don't.
6: You don't have to listen to it. You're wrong about. It. You know you're what? Why do right. you say that? You have to listen to it. No, you. are no, right,
4: exactly. And I put it on. Uh, From what I saw on the country. phone this
6: morning, sitting here observing between nine and ten a.m., a uh, I don't think most people on. are putting up with those thirty minutes of spots an hour.
4: You know what I did, Neil? Put it, uh, put some country on, then I'd hit it back over about every ten minutes. A commercial. A commercial. That's
6: no. all they got. It's all spots radio.
4: And then I heard, Gildy! And then I turned it off. Yeah.
6: I wonder who has to do with that. Is it either uh, Screw in or Roy! maybe the two of them decided that together when they were uh, holding their meat the other day? Somebody
4: at your station's really screwing up. But, you Neil, know, I wanted to, to talk to you about one thing. Have you ever watched TLC, the, the learning channel? Yeah. Well, have you ever seen Trauma in the ER? No. Oh, that's an excellent no. show. It's about live in the emergency room, and you're talking about Jack Kevorkian. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this guy in Hawaii takes two kitchen knives about 12 inches long, stabs himself in the chest one and then the other, pulls them both out. He's not dead yet, so he sticks them both in. <laughs> oh, He buries them down to the handle, and he's still alive.
6: Okay, so well can... listen, if you come by before 1230, we'll show you the Cunanan picture. It looks just like Sam the Sham, our promotions man. Seriously, I mean, I wasn't exaggerating. People thought that I was just making that up. It looks exact. In fact, Sam is walking around uh, like a ghost because of the startling resemblance of it with Cunanan. Hey, that's a good-looking guy. Well, even with the blood on his puss, is that what you're
8: saying?
6: Uh-huh. WQAM, Hello.
8: Neil. Yes, sir. Good uh, afternoon. Good to you. Uh, last week you were
4: talking about old announcers and you said, uh, well, I old uh, transplanted transplant at Pittsburgh. Did you ever find that Bob print stuff?
6: I, I played it yesterday. Oh, I played we, one of the carts.
4: We missed it, you Neil.
6: Know. Oh, come on.
4: Can we have a little bit, Neil? Yeah, that's all
6: I got is a little bit. We'll keep this guy busy, George. Uh, oh it's a different one than I uh, than the Richie Hebner one. It's, it's short, but it's, it's authentic anyway. Thank you, Neil. Okay, have a great day. I played it yesterday just for this guy who wasn't listening. What's wrong with you, man?
2: Score tied 3 3 in the bottom of the 17th. One ball and one strike. Coombs into the windup in the 1 1 pitch.
5: Swung on, driven deep to right field. You can kiss it goodbye. Did he get that baby out of sight? He cremated it.
6: There you go. Greatest broadcaster in the history of baseball, Bob Prince. The late, the great. He was the best. I don't care what anybody else said. Not a matter of opinion when uh no, God. tells you. That makes it fact, okay? There was nobody like Bob Prince. And never will be. I mean, he was no Bob Costas. <laughs> Thank God. Little ass-sucking twerp. By the way, ever see a Bob Costas and Geldi together? No. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello.
4: Hang up your headphones.
6: WQAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir.
2: I tried to get in yesterday. Uh, there's a picture on yesterday's Herald sports in the top left-hand corner on the front page. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the gay, uh, jobs and stuff? Yeah. Well, there's two basket, basketball players on the ground, and one of them's got his hand right where, it's, uh.
6: Right where the moon don't shine. Oh my
2: God. Well, on the other side. Not there, but on the other, in the front. In the front? Yes.
6: In the genital, in the genital area?
2: In the frontal area, Yeah. Oh, my God. Get that picture. I tried to get in yesterday, but I couldn't. What
6: I tell you about all these sports, all these macho guys? It's a great cover-up, but it's not fooling me anymore because I've been too, around the block too many times. All this grab-ass stuff, guys running around grabbing each other around the waist. Oh, and the, man, they were grabbing, feel, they you know? grabbing the waist. Yeah, well, I don't want they to get too uh, personal. were two big
2: spartzers, too.
6: Two big spartzers grabbing yeah. each other's uh, things.
2: Exactly. In closing? Yes, sir. Mike? You're a part-delivering, Skinner-loving butt plug. All Thank right.
6: You. Sweet home Alabama. There you go. Let's go over to Tampa watch a hockey game. At least those people over there know a team when they see one. Of course, they're not going anymore because they don't have one, but nevertheless. They made some actually pretty good deals, the Lightning. I don't want to talk about that. It's boring. Better than we did. They got that kid, Colin Forbes, from Philadelphia. Two goals in his first game for the Lightning. Good player. There's a player. Why didn't anybody ask me about Mike Wilson last night? Don't ask me, please. Okay, give him a chance. Don't be knocking a guy one game. He had kind of a rough night. He'll be all right. If there's too much crap in Buffalo, let's give him a week, then we'll rip his ass. Pretty weak, Mike. Somebody give him a compass and a road map. WQAM, hello.
4: WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got another gay job for you. Yes. Men that work in tanning salons, and men that go to tanning salons.
6: Yeah. Well, going to a tanning salon isn't a job, unless, you know, you do it, like, every day and get paid for it.
11: Well, Men who books. work
6: in tanning salons. What are they Is that like you are working in a bathhouse?
11: Yeah, like being there, a towel boy. You're cleaning up after them, Okay, them well, down. say hi
6: to your uh, local uh, tanning guy. He obviously must know, huh? Why does a Julio have to go to a tanning salon anyway? Aren't most other than you, of course, since you're the one exception? Yeah, I'm the one. What? No, seriously, yeah, don't most Julios have uh, like a pretty good uh, darkened complexion?
8: Depends on where they're from.
6: How about Levon? He's got a real dark complexion. He'd be black. He'd be Cuban. Black Cuban. We have lots of them. Is that hyphen? we shipped in a lot of slaves. Is he African-Black Cuban? Somebody had to cut the cane. Is he African-Cuban?
4: He's a Cuban-African.
6: I'll tell you what uh, that reporter from Channel 51 said about Levon. He's an asshole. WQAM, hello.
4: Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm the guy who uh, got the tickets yesterday. Right, and? Yeah, I'm calling to thank you.
6: Well, sorry about the game, but we can't, you know, we can't supply the wind, too, you know.
4: Yeah, I was looking for you. I couldn't find you. What couldn't find you me said? with that Maple Leaf jacket on? How could you not
6: find me? Everybody else does.
4: Oh, I, I didn't know what section you said. Eh? 101. Uh Seat what?
6: Right right there on the uh top uh row, right uh, right by the stairs.
4: Oh, I thought it was 107, row 6. Yeah,
6: well, you didn't miss anything.
4: Yeah, no, I was. Kind of well, I'm glad
6: you uh, at least showed up anyway, and have a great life, pal. Oh, by the way, I want to say hi to my good buddy, Wally Hennessy. You know, I'm talking to my friend Sean and this one and that one last night, you know, in between periods. And a guy comes running down, shakes my hand, hey, Neil, you know, and, and before I just barely get a chance to turn around and see who it was, and he's running away. Of course, I know why you're running away, Wally. I haven't cashed a ticket on you in about two years at Pompano Park. My good buddy, Wally Hennessy from Nova Scotia. I want to tell you something. I, he's a good guy, okay? He really is, in spite of uh, some of those races. He's a good guy. But there's such a thing as a, def- I'm not talking French Canadian because a lot of you people are really dumb and you don't know the difference between a frog and the English speaking Canadians, which thank God are a different breed. But if you wanted to have a picture of a definitive Canadian from Nova Scotia, less from PEI, Wally Hennessy, how's it going, eh? I mean, there is, he is Canadian. Say what you want about Wally and driving his horses at Pompadour and everywhere else, which he's been all over the world and done great. But he is so Canadian. Hey, Wally, how about a horse tonight, huh? How about just one winner? All these years I've been plunging my brains out, losing my ass, huh? Just one winner at Pompano Park tonight. Wally, will you give me a winner? I will not
8: give it to you. Well, that sure took a long time.
6: By the way, what happened to the accident, Wally?
3: Why are you airing shit like this? Have you ever heard a popular rap song on the radio and thought, Heck, I could do that. So, you're probably right. All it takes is a little ambition, some karaoke-esque musical backup, and 1995. Yes, I left out talent for a reason. With the Puff Daddy rap-along CD set, you'll be hitting it just like some of the top rap stars of today. Oh yeah. I'm back in black. Yeah. With little to no musical talent and even less creative thinking, you'll be a chart buster in mere weeks. Oh yeah. It's the time of your life. Yeah. The Puff Daddy Rap Along CD set even comes with a handy booklet that shows you how to get older rock stars to help you with your projects. Oh yeah, I've got a gun. Go. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The Puff Daddy wrap Along CD set, just nineteen ninety five, is just about all
2: it takes.
6: Okay, it's uh, eleven fifteen at five. Boy, that sure was an abrupt. One at five sixty WQM. Hank will be on after the ball game from Shula's, which ends about four o'clock. Okay, that's when you can tune back in. I mean. Like we used to say on Sun, remember check back with us uh, later. Well, what kind of rejoins were those? You know, check back with us later for the Rick and Sud show. Check back with us later on for uh the sports bitch. Yeah, uh, what was that? That was nose picking Tampa mentality radio. Check back with us later. In other words, we know you're going to turn off now, but check back with us and see if you like it later on. Because we know you're going to turn it off at 12:50. Am I right when the ball game comes on? Yes. Because there is nobody who cares about the Marlins. Not anybody. Even John Henry ain't going to be listening. WQAM. Hello.
8: Yeah, I want to talk to Neil, please. Speaking. Hey, Neil. Back in eighty six, nineteen eighty six, I bought a condo in Wilmington.
6: Yeah.
8: And it was all old people, and has, has has they're dying off. Guess who's moving in?
6: Yeah.
2: Well, anyway, well, well, you
6: know, well, well, um, what's the answer? I'm not going to guess. Well,
4: um,
6: why don't you well, say it, sir? Then they have, have
4: they have little flags in the back of their cars. They have so
6: a little good. what?
4: Little rainbow flags, queens. Yes. Fags. Yes. But
6: maricones.
4: Yes. But this. The property value is going
2: up. Fruitcakes.
4: And uh, the the board right now is
2: all
8: old people. Yeah. And One of them got on the ballot, right? Yeah. And um, one
6: of what? One of the uh, maricones?
8: Yes. One of them got on the ballot, and all the old people are in. In, in they're very furious, and they're "Oh,
6: and all, oh, there are no old queens."
8: Well, no, no, no. no.
2: The old condo commandos are all serious. Anyways, they're just, going uh, around. Go anywhere here. in
6: Broward County and you'll find there's no old Queens. Just old trolls. No,
2: any, like old anyways, King Cole
6: was a merry old troll. But anyway, yes?
3: Anyway, so, so what? So what's people, the bottom those, line? What are you soul soul trying to say? Those people are
4: going to everybody's apartment and spreading bad rumors about the guy, saying that yeah. he lived there and everything.
6: Well, good. Then let
4: the old it's people move out. Story. Let them
6: all move out and let the Queens move in. And they'll uh, straighten up the neighborhood, okay? It's so one thing about us uh, fags. The neighborhood is always nice and clean and uh, lovely. I mean, really lovely, as opposed to when certain other elements move in. WQAM, hello.
4: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Did you say coma-inducing last night?
6: No. I, I, why does everybody say that? I didn't think it was that bad of a game. You don't? No. We almost fell everybody back. everybody said that that was a, just a horrible game. I don't see why you say that. I mean, maybe because I've seen so many of them that really were horrible. At least, the, and by the way, I'll tell you this kid, Dan Boyle, that scored the goal of the defenseman. This kid is great. He can skate like the wind. He's uh, he's good all the way around. I like that kid.
5: Whitney's still putting on the moves. But Whitney
6: the... is good, but of course, when you put it right there for Kozlov and he shoots it 10 feet wide, I mean, what are you going to want from Little Ray? He's trying. He you know, he and Melanby, you can knock Melanby for being slow, which he is, but at least he gives you a 200% effort there, you know?
8: There was, but there was one spot. I like that
6: Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. What well, well, Robbie, just uh, you and Nikki, elope and go off and see another romantic sunrise. But get out of our face, get out of our lives, Robbie. And Christi- I can't stand Christina you. Wells. And Christina Wells and uh, and Kirk Muller. They just didn't have any breakouts. I've been telling you all year long, there's too much dead weight on this team. Haven't I been the one guy to tell you that? There's too many dead people in uh, uniforms. We can't have that much dead weight. You were the only one. Yeah, and I've been telling you that all year long. It's a mediocre 500 club. That's what it is. We're waiting for number 10 to come back. Yeah, well, yeah that's right. And you know something? As soon as we get officially eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> hey, here comes Pavel back on the ice. He's busy modeling for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit thing. And, and you think I made that up. I don't know when that's coming out. I read about it in the paper. It must be true. Yeah, in his bathing suit. I sure hope it wasn't a thong. Anyway, it's 11:19 at 5:60. Remember that thing by with a thong in my heart. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's going on? Only another hour and a half to go, and we got to get out of here for that ball game. You know, isn't that a bitch? Yeah, that's. I'm sick. just getting. I'm just getting warmed up now. I had my lunch. I'm just starting to get to feel the hang of this thing today, and we got to get out of here for a stupid goddamn ball game.
5: Yeah. That's hey. Joe
6: Angel and Dave O'Brien, and, and that fat booster. <coughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> Yeah right. Yeah, hey, I have, think you, so have many... you ever seen Bugshambi? Have I seen him? Yeah. No, I just hear
4: from you guys that he's a red-headed the, fat guy.
6: The apartment complex that this guy was just talking about, Wilton Manors. The apartment complex is not as big as Boog Shambi. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. I, th- I think somebody should give uh, Chris Wells the 23 Skidoo. Yeah, that good idea. Yeah. All right, thanks funny. How about a how about a a, a sandwich and a bus ticket? I mean, don't take it personal, Chris, you're a nice guy. Like Robbie. Robbie's a nice kid. We just don't want to see him anymore, that's all. Don't come back. Don't take it personal. We don't mind you getting a lot of action. There are a lot of jealous guys out there. They like to do Nikki Taylor too, that's great. But the fact is, uh you can't play the game. You're sticking it in the wrong place, sweetheart. That's what we keep reading. Oh, Robbie's uh, sticking. Well, that's great. I'm happy for him. I don't begrudge anybody getting their rocks off. Okay, but when we go to the hockey game, we're the ones that are supposed to get our rocks off. You're supposed to be sticking in the net, not in uh, whatever. Christ, he is just so lackluster and so lost, and he just uh, around and around. You know, Victor with those big looping. uh, Oh, do something, Victor. Shoot it already. Do make a move. He waits. He's tentative. He's, and he's always been this way. He was this way with San Jose. He's this way with us. I mean, there's either so much talent there, but he's like so many of those Russian players. They're not physical. They don't use their size to their advantage, just like that kid that I love on the Pittsburgh Penguins. What the hell's his name? Morozov. I mean, this this kid could be a superstar, but he's not physical. He's big. He's strong. He's young. He's got uh, just unbelievable talent. He'll never be a great player because he's one of those Russian players who's not physical, like Victor the Giant Kozlov. Great skater. He'll be on that show. You'll be watching that with all those figure skaters. And you really said you're going to be watching that. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I didn't
8: say I was going to be watching you it. You said you might be. I said I'd watch it every once in a while. Mostly the women, though, because it wore those stop, Oh, bones.
6: stop, stop, stop. There's stop that, what? What, like Tanya Hardon? I like watching Hardy? women Tanya do anything. Who? Tanya Hardon. Yeah, okay. What? Okay, what? She's got a she big was, ass. She, so Okay, there you go. It's all George says, if you got a big ass. oh oh Fat Boy just came in the door. And he thought she's a real slut. Fat Boy just uh, stuck his He's got a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just used it. Quit
8: farting in everybody's face, fat boy. Stop doing it. We don't like it. All you. over the building, from what I understand. Really? He just walks down the hall doing the, uh, you know, with every step. He can't walk
6: that fast. It's the Jeff High Shuffle.
5: <laughs>
6: we don't like you, Jeff. WQAM, hello.
2: Hello, Bill. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. Hey, how can you support them, thieving Albanians that are trying to go to Yugoslavia and steal what ain't theirs?
6: What the hell does that mean? They're slaughtering, they're, they're butchering people like cattle. What are you talking well, about?
2: What, Get out of here,
6: you scumbag. Go read a goddamn history. Send this guy to Macedonia, okay? I got some paisans over there. They'll take care of your ass. They'll stick your ass right in the Adriatic. They'll make you an offer you can't refuse, okay? I know the right people over there, man. The Sicilia. WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Neil? Yes, I am. Hi. A lady doing three.
7: Oh, my God. Oh!
6: <laughs> Ladies okay. never get through on this stuff.
7: Well, there you go. I just persevered. Excellent. Okay.
6: Markets up 130 points, by the way. Oh! Thank you. God.
7: Well, there you go. Uh, I didn't catch all of your show yesterday, but someone must have mentioned male hairdressers. Oh, of course. Okay. The other thing is I want to thank you for the moment of nostalgia. I didn't hear it yesterday, but hearing Bob Prince today—the best. I go back farther. I go back to Rosie Rosewell.
6: Open the window, Aunt Minnie. Here it comes. Here
7: you go. It's the old dipsy Doodle. Right. Okay. Love your show. Thanks. Thanks.
6: Bye bye. See, those were the days when sportscasters weren't just these plastic voices like today. You know, all sound the same. The ballparks all look the same. The new hockey and basketball arenas—they all look the same. All prefabricated. No character. No pizzazz. No personality those days you had your Ernie Harwell and Harry Carey and Mel Allen and Bob Prince and I mean the list went on and on and on great broadcasters they were artistic linguists they were a great kind of linguists not these guys that are these dumb ex jocks I don't you know, I don't want to mention no names okay but there are so many inarticulate ex jocks just smarming up the goddamn airwaves all over the place
2: I like the Wee Wee yeah
6: right Just just loaded. I mean, you know, the the fact that you played the game, and this is the problem with the sports fans, the so-called fans, they're morons. You want somebody who can paint a verbal picture, even when you're watching a game on television. I don't want to watch like those Ranger games with Sam Rosen and J.D. Describe the game, okay? I don't want to hear about, you know, your nose and about J.D.'s ego and about what he had for dinner tonight. I want to hear somebody describe the game. So if I get up and I walk in the kitchen to eat a salami sandwich, I still know what's going on. Somebody who really verbally paints a picture of the of the broadcast, as opposed to somebody who's sitting there picking their nose like Christina Moron, which I, I wouldn't even put him in the same category with. Uh, I can't think of anybody I'd put in that category. I mean, Rimmer certainly agrees with that, doesn't he? Uh huh. WQAM. Hello. Gulu. Okay, see what I'm saying? That's that's what they got on their mind. 24 hours a day. Ass, 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 ass. La pinga, la pinga. That's it. Maricone, maricone, maricone. Culo, culo, culo. 5670560. Oh, I'm telling you, that's that's the Cuban name It's very simple. It's very basic. It's not complicated. It doesn't require higher education. Huh? Besame culo, besame culo. Dame la pinga. That's it. That's all there is. There ain't no more. WQAM, hello. What's Rimmer one on the bat line there, by yeah. the way? am yes.
4: How about that Randy Moeller?
6: Randy's a good guy. Don't knock Randy Moeller, no. even though his hair's all falling out.
4: I had an experience
6: with him last night. He was doing his little... You had an experience with Randy last night? Yep. Yeah. He was well, it's doing... It's funny, because his... I was talking to a Gildy about Randy this morning, and Geldy said... Hey, that's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Well, that may be true or not. I don't know. But no, he was not anymore. Not anymore, Randy. Not since the hair all fell out. He was doing his little pre-game pieces, and I would uh, be right behind where I was sitting. Yeah, I went to ask him a question. You know, not while he was on the air. He was plenty of time in between. Right. And he looked at me like, you know, who the hell are you? Like, I got, I know these things. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just he's got a major attitude. Hey, listen, he do He's a story. There's two minutes. Don't, of, don't know, know, that. I I yelled hello to him in the hallway uh, going in the arena yesterday. He was walking up to the booth and he turns around and says, Who the hell are you? He
4: he's got the ego, man. How does he get out the uh, arena door with that head of his?
6: Well, that's why. The hair, that's why the hair is falling out by the clumps.
4: Well, Randy Moore, you're
6: a douchebag. Okay. I like Randy. Randy's a good guy. Who
4: the hell are you?
6: Exactly. That, by the way, was one of the great uh, episodes of all time. Let's hear it for Rick and Suds, by the way. Oh! Anybody listening to that show? No. Come on. Yes, you are. Oh, I can't wait for Monday. Well, Henry Barrow. Who else? Chuck Meyer. <coughs> all our good friends. Roger you're your good buddy. He's going to be working until two, by the way, George. And uh, Rex Harrison on the sports. That lady, she was just uh, goosey. She was so excited. <clears throat> what was the uh, lady that? What What is that thing? Oh, yeah. That lady that called from Phoenix yesterday. I bet you she was a fat slob. How dare you! 27 after 11 at 560 WQM. Beepermania's $12 for one year offer has been extended for the fourth week. Kudos to Albert Tico. He stuck it out for a fourth week in a row. He's the owner of Beepermania. He surrendered to popular demand and stretched the one week offer into a full month. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's right.
0: It puts the lotion in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It it puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. (laughs) Then it has to hose it down. It puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. need to rub it on my breath. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to try clean my skin (laughs) (laughs) suit, it puts the lotion in the basket. I said, Doctor. I squish my pee in my legs. I said, Doctor. I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy. all the labs quiet today? I said, Mommy. I want to look more like a wolf. My name is Buffalo Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it more my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It What's the lotion in the bath? I've got my skin suit, nipple necklace. Ugh.
6: Level 33 at 560 WQMR. show yesterday, by the way, the whole purpose of that show, in spite of that one guy that called talking over his sock yesterday toward the end of the show, the purpose was to point out that uh, there's all kinds of people out there, okay, and as long as they're doing the DNA show, uh, just mind your own business. That's the purpose of the show, to point out to you that uh, there's all different kinds of people everywhere, even if you're living in Wilton Manor. Oy. Especially if you're living in Wilton Manor.
5: Someone From
6: what I hear. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We're talking about old maid school teachers today. And we're doing screenless. I just mentioned that because uh, you know they don't get it. W Q A M, hello. Yes, yeah, so
4: I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Good. Um I had two gay pigs for you. Um two gay one... pigs? <laughs> <Six>. <laughs>
6: I've known a few.
4: <laughs> two gay pigs. Yes. Um, those male cheerleaders.
6: Right, we got it. Okay, you got Except that? Separate Trent uh, lot, yes.
4: What about the female bodybuilders? Right. You got that too?
6: Lady mud wrestlers. Yes. Roller Derby ladies. That's good. Lady truck drivers.
4: Female truck female forklift operators.
6: Females in the military. Okay. About eighty percent. Okay. And have a great day. Five six seven O five sixty, pound five sixty on the ATT Wireless line. W Q A M, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am.
2: Yeah. Hi Neil. Yes. Yeah, every day between 9 and 11. Tune in to the Don Sherwood Show on 1580
0: AM. Every day between 9 and 11. What a show. Don
6: Sherwood.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh, my God. That was great. Now, that was great because anybody that would hear that voice, I'd rather hear Gildy, uh, you know, getting his teeth fixed on here than hear that. What a show. The Don Sherwood Show. You know who Jack Mark probably would put him up to that, you know? Nick Believe Radio Station. What a, what a... He's an asshole. Yeah. What a show between... Hey, always glad to give a guy a free plug, okay? Even an asshole like you. Even a loser with a phony bad voice like you. Even Joey Reynolds. You beat me in the rings, you're better than
3: I am. Even the competition agrees. The Neil Rogers Show on WZTA, Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, and the Palm Beaches is the best morning show in South Florida.
5: Anybody <laughs> who gets the 9th share on an AM station is a hero in my book. You're like St. Thomas Aquinas. You've got no problem
3: with me. Even the other morning shows listen to The Neil Rogers Show on Data 4. I
5: hope you beat me in the rings, you're better than I am.
6: Ow! Oh, there was a little bird cackle beginning right there. And uh, luckily for you, it didn't make it. Is he going to make it? WQAM, hello.
4: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Great. I got two uh, categories for that gay thing. We're
6: still on that, huh? We're still okay. It's an extension of yesterday, Coronal Extension, yes?
4: Uh, Softball players is the first.
6: Softball? Oh, there's lots and lots and lots of gay softball teams.
4: Like you'd not believe.
6: Just ask my good friend Norm Kent, he'll give you the whole uh, itinerary.
4: And the second one is beauty supply uh, salespersons. Really? Absolutely.
6: Beauty supplies? Right. Okay, thanks.
4: Hey. Yeah. Can I call someone a douchebag? Go ahead. Miguel, Pete, and Henry are all flaming douchebags.
6: Don't call Henry Barrow a douchebag just before he starts on that morning show on Monday here on 560 QAM. Chuck Meyer. Are you following this now? Chuck Meyer, Henry Barrow, Rex Harrison, and Roger Magadan with that uh, world-famous entertainment report. How come we never read anything about Henry Barrow's retirement? I mean, maybe he was on a very—no, not maybe—he was on a very marginal station, on a non-existent station with non-existent ratings, as we discovered there, thanks to Mark Benson getting me to take a look at that. But nevertheless, I mean, the guy's been on the air in this market for what, 80 years? Wouldn't you think that somebody like Tom Jicka, See, Tom, you're slipping, baby, you're slipping. And Stephanie Loudis or whoever's supposed to be writing, Terry Jackass, you guys that are supposed to be—if this was like a real market with real newspapers, which it's not. So much stuff is going down, and, uh, you know, the only place they can find out about this stuff is on this show because all of these things are happening and nobody's writing about them. Because Tom Dickens, you know, he's too important for that. He's been there with a satellite dish story, which is hidden in the business section, which nobody reads. Poor Tom, you know, he he used to have some clue as to what was going on, you know, in the market, clueless. 22 before noon. Boy, we're moving in on ballgame time. I'm sorry, I apologize profusely, but the time is just racing along. little over an hour from now, it'll be baseball time, huh? Will there be anybody listening? No. I heard the Humper the other day talking about the fact that uh, when you follow Marlins baseball, it ain't exactly like following. Oh, God. Is what he was saying. At least we leave a big audience there for Hank to chew on. You know, the Marlins, he comes in here at 4 o'clock or whatever time the ballgame ends, like starting from scratch, like talking into an inner tube. I mean, just forget it.
3: On the next, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? The kids track down the elusive San Diego to a harem in Saudi Arabia, where she has been selling teenage girls to a sultan as sex slaves. Play along as they follow the erotic clues to Carmen's whereabouts. We may be public broadcasting, but we know sweeps when we see it.
5: Exactly. 1143
6: at 560 WQM. I don't even have the chair. My ass do not even have this chair warmed up yet. And we're going to have to be getting out of here just a little over an hour from now. What a bitch. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yeah,
4: this is um, Hollywood. Speaking. Yes, yeah, Neil Rogers. Show. Let's
6: go to Hollywood. Hello.
4: Hey, Neil, what's up?
6: How you
8: doing, sir?
4: All these people, boys these Cubans complaining about the, uh, this baseball game. This is a perfect opportunity to knock off Fidel, you know, they're like load, load up a baseball with a hand grenade or something. Oh, stuff. don't
8: let it
6: out. Don't let it out. That's what they're going to do.
5: <laughs> I mean, uh, it's uh, ridiculous. Why don't they just go back and take the country in? They,
6: they found that baseball that Bobby Kennedy left on the desk, you know, <laughs> and they're going to uh, nail his ass with it. Hey, that's my they're gonna idea. They're going to stick man. that baseball right in Fidel's... <laughs> there you go, buddy. Line drive right in there. There you go. Okay. Heck, we're digging up Joe D. for one more hit. Come on, Joe. One for the Gipper. Five six seven 560 pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. WQAM, hello.
4: Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Uh, yeah, i talking about good announcers. They have. There's a guy in Pittsburgh that's pretty good with the hockey.
6: Pretty good? I mean,
4: he's up there with pretty good announcers, isn't he? Mike Lang? Yes, sir.
6: One of the all-time best. What do you mean pretty good? Pretty good. No, he's not pretty good. He's
4: great. You think he's better than Doc Emmerich? Um,
6: then Doc Emmerich? Are you comparing Mike Emmerich with Mike Lang? I'm
4: just asking, though. No.
6: Of course he's better than Doc Emmerich. Are you kidding me, sir? No, I'm not, ma'am. Are you serious when you say that? I was. No comparison. No contest. Thank you. No. Mike Lang is gone. Okay. You no know Joe Boland, but he's great. You know Rick uh, Generette. Five, six, by the way, you guys watching that Empire, that fan thing on your small dish? No. There's the good stuff. I mean, they cover all this stuff like a blanket. You get some real information there, unlike the crap that we get on our networks here. Oh, boy, what a joke. And Buffalo is hardly what you call your major market. You know, anybody seen their basketball team lately? No. Oh, their major league baseball team? No. Of course not, because they don't have one. A million people, Metro Buffalo. It's hardly, but nevertheless, they do a great job on there. Really give you some good information. They get good calls from people that really know what sports is all about and then you turn on this station during the sports shows, and you're,
10: ah, oh, you think Levon can win 60 games this year?
6: Yeah, that's what we got. A very young Florida Gator team. Click. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
4: Hi, I'm uh, just holding for Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, how are you? Great. Listen, I, I've just had a question. Um, Bill Drack from Out Loud, Remember that clip you? Used to yeah. I was just wondering if you could play that out loud clip.
8: Do we have? Out
4: loud. It? Is that it? That's the one.
6: There you go. How do you like that for service, huh?
4: How oh,
3: Excellente.
6: And George said you're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Well, Where did that come from? That's in the thing there. In here? Yeah. Out loud. Owl under owl. So how do you spell that? O W. Ow, yeah. God. All those shows pretty much gone off of there now. Uh-huh. They gave us the double whammy, that Barry Diller. What a, oh, what an experience that was. That was a real learning experience. It was. Like, don't ever do it again. But we took the money, thank you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. WQAM, hello.
8: Papa Smolly, you. Uh-huh. WQAM. <phone rings> oh,
6: boy. WQAM, hello.
8: Hi, is this the Neil Rogers show? Speaking. Um, Can we start the lightning round again?
6: WQAM, hello.
4: Hey, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, sir? I got two jobs for you. Yeah? I have to list
0: pharmaceutical representatives that are
6: male. Male detail men?
5: Yes, they like catering and they like all sorts of things.
6: <laughs> okay. So, in other words, if you're into catering for all of these things, then you're probably gay, too, is what he's trying to say, for all of these things. Okay, We'll check that out. We're going to start watching now. We're going to be doing a survey to make sure. Cause, uh, up until now, these people were all deeply closeted, like hairdressers, right? Like waiters. Is there a soup on your fly? WQAM, hello.
4: George, let me speak to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, add truck drivers to your list.
6: I already got it, sir. Thank you. I don't like the way he said that. George, let me speak. I don't like the way he said that. You know, like pushy, pushy from New York.
8: Get it all day long.
6: I don't like that. He didn't like say, hey, because he thought it was you. He was, hey, George, how you doing? I, I'm calling from, uh, you know, somewhere. Let me talk, you know, nothing. George, let me say that, like, right away. And he got on right away. Don't be, uh, you know, what's wrong with you, sir? If you don't like it here, there's still, uh, planes going to New York. There's still buses. Hop on the Metro Rail. They might take you up, uh, you know, as far as you can go. I mean, I, and that's all truck drivers. We got truck drivers. And of course, there are no game male truck drivers. They're just lonely guys. See, and that—that right there debunks your old theory. I've tried to tell you this for years, and you will not listen. They're not
4: straight.
6: It's that scale again. They're lonely. Don't you understand? How about how? All right, I'll give you one better than that. Who's that with his head in the doorway? Carlos. What's that? What kind of a schmata is that you got on your head for Christ's sake? Jesus Christ! What is that? Yeah, Carlos.
1: What you know, have to get? You know, he's just checking on a spot.
8: One of your pre-recorded lies that they have to play in the game.
6: They're still doing that. <laughs> they're what? still running pre-recorded they live spots in ball games for people that bought the Neil Rogers show, and they're doing the bait and switch and running their spots in exhibition marlin games that nobody's listening to. They're doing that.
8: Uh huh. Oh yeah. my
6: God. No. Anyway, getting back to the truck drivers. How? I'll give you a better one than that. Guys in prison. Right. Fags. a yes. lot of them. Oh, oh! They're all fags in there They're trade. all okay, fags. Okay, here trade. you go. George Rodriguez says all those guys in there doing each other, doing the nasty. They're all fags. Right. Oh. Every last one of them. Straight guys don't commit crimes. Only crime. Uh, how's that go? WQAM. Hello. QAM. WQAM. Hello.
4: Neil. Yes, sir. Just a quick question. You're always complaining about. Not uh, me. Never crime.
6: complain. Never complain, sir.
4: Now, okay, You're on My
6: mother taught me that.
4: You're discussing the problems with your equipment and your phones and yeah. all that. thing. That's right. In fact,
6: even today, George's phone doesn't work worth a crap in there. That's right.
4: Exactly. Right. My question is to you. You send uh,
5: Hank out to Las Vegas. I, I don't it's send funny.
6: Hank. I don't send Hank anywhere.
5: Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. The radio. Let, station, let me say. Okay.
6: The radio station sends him all over the place, right? All
5: over the place. Right. Now that costs. Tons of money to set up equipment, to send people, right. flights, that sort right. of thing. Right, that's right. For what? Why don't they just, I mean, you're the number one person on that show. Because, because there is, I'll, I'll
6: sir, I'll give you the answer. There is no, in the, sir, you're let me say that. Get a new phone, I'll answer the question off the air because you're rude and you keep interrupting me. Because there is no commitment to this show. I've said that, I've said, and you said I'm always complaining because of that fact. When we were downstairs on the second floor, there was no commitment. Now that we're up here with all the rest, of, there's still no commitment. And I asked George this morning about the thing with the phone lines, about with his broken phone in there. Oh, well, it's uh, on a ticket with the phone company. In other words, it's on the list of them to do things someday if they get around. to it. Real radio stations don't sit back for that because this has to do with our livelihood. This has to be a priority. Real program directors and real engineers and real management people don't take that for an answer from Southern Bell or anybody else. They say, we you need to be in here now because this is uh, impeding our ability to do business. And believe me, with the right kind of uh, implied threats, they show up in a hurry, which we've discovered. But that doesn't happen here because there's no commitment to excellence. There's no commitment. To, I don't know. I have no idea what that's all about. I was thinking about that the other day. Hank was mentioning that he, you know, he's going, today he's at Shul's, which is fine. we got to, uh, uh, you know, that doesn't cost the same thing over there. Maybe we make money. I don't know. We make bread on that. But now he's going over to the Final Four in Tampa tomorrow. For the next four days, or next uh, Friday and Monday, and yes, that does cost money. There's expense, and I don't begrudge Hank anything. I mean, all the uh, you know strippers you can get at Mom's Venus, whatever. You know, all the meals at Burn Steakhouse, more power to them. No problem with that. But if you're going to if you're going to lay out that kind of bread to do these things, then how come? Why not make a commitment like when they didn't have a phone in the studio and air for the other? Not just for us, for the whole sports station. They didn't have a goddamn telephone in the studio to communicate with the outside world and with each other. Didn't have a dump button for the on-air talent in the uh, in the talk studio for the uh, sports t- shows. I mean, what? Didn't. All of these things. Like I said, still don't.
2: Isn't that pathetic?
6: And that's why I go on the air and do these things, because you'll notice after a while, after I scream loud enough, and even with them, there's an embarrassment factor. I know that comes as a shock, but even with them, eventually Duff gets his desk. I don't have to pay for it. Eventually, they get their small dish. I don't have to pay for it. But when I threaten to pay for stuff, it, it like, it's like putting a big spotlight on how cheap Greg Reed and the Beasleys are. And how niggardly they try to run this operation, giving us nothing to work with. Okay, guys, make magic. Make us a lot of money. Here you go. Like you wind up a dollar and, you know, turn it loose. Seriously, that's their concept of, uh, of doing these shows is like winding up an alarm clock and letting it, like, like, uh, you know, winding up that thing with the, uh, those little things that those guys made for us. You know, what like I'm talking the walking about. penis. The walking penis guys, right. Just wind them up and let them uh, screw their brains out. And we're the ones that are getting the screwing. That's the bad part. they don't even feel good. Because we got a real, real, real cheapskate running this joint. And, uh, you know, he, I I don't know if he is a cheapskate. I really don't know. I, what I think he is is basically a figurehead. A wannabe, like I said before. Not a bad guy, but a wannabe. The cheapskates are the Beasley's over there in Naples. And you know, when some that's why the day that Hank was on there sucking their ass, it just made me nauseous. I don't care how many concerts they watched together. I don't care what nice guys they were or what pasty old Austin Burke suits they were wearing in a goddamn skybox. I'm sorry. These are not business people. These are, these are fraud from the, the, the business people from hell. Pay their bills whenever they get around to it. You get your bonus check, by the way, George. No. Did I get my uh, money for the uh, Panthers for my down payment on the playoff tickets? Did I get that this on this check. No. No.
4: Employee of the month uh, check. Did you get it? No. Say it again. No. no.
6: This is the way they do things, and that's why I go in here and scream like bloody murder. Because I'm not going to be just a suckling like most of these other wimps that work in his place. And like I said, if I had some support around here, instead of a bunch of people I want to suck ass and suck ass, you know, the, the deal is they pay you, you know, if they pay you a lot of money, it's only because they agreed to it in the contract, not because they want to. Because they had to pay you that amount in way to get you to work here to bring in all the money that makes them a profit, unlike the ball games that they're losing their ass on, like the one that's going to be on the air in less than an hour, that they're losing their ass on, which is why they're in court with that big thing going on with Wayne and this one. That's why all that's going on. Want to buy any Marlins spots? No. No. WQAM, hello.
4: Hello, I'd like to speak with Mr. Rogers.
6: Speaking, sir, this is Mr. Rogers.
4: Uh, I enjoy your show very much.
6: Yes, sir, thank you.
4: I have two more for you The yeah. Joint Chiefs. What is it? I have two more for you. Okay. The Joint Chiefs and the Mummers.
6: And then. Okay. Mm hmm. Do you say the Hummer? The Hummers. Okay, where are we go next? I guess to anyone we want. WQAM, hello. George! Yes.
4: Hey, what's going on? How are you Let's doing? i Neo.
6: Okay. Where are you Thank calling
4: from? I'm calling from a mobile in Fort Lauderdale.
6: Okay, let's go to a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
4: Mr. Rogers, yes, good morning. Sir. How are you doing? First, I wanted to say baseball really sucks. Yeah. Disco
6: rules, and the ultimate gay job are used car salesmen because they like to get you in the ass. All right, okay. What did he say? Lacto. Something like that. Ah, uh, they're beautiful, aren't they? Are they beautiful or what? Uh-huh. Yes, they are.
10: <laughs>
6: Twelve, uh, what is it? Christ, we're late for the ball game. Oh, it's only 11.55, calm down. We don't want to be late for that ball game, do we? No. We don't want to step on the toes of Joe Angel. I like Joe Angel and Dave O'Brien, although Joe frustrates me. He knows it. I keep saying that in hopes that one day he'll stop at that John Miller uh, ripoff routine. Will he ever do that? No. He won't. He loves me, by the way. Joe Angel loves this show. Ever since I said his uh, kid was cute, the one that's on uh, Saving whatever that show is, I don't even know which uh, kid is his kid, but I just said that to make him nervous. No, his son is on, like, uh... Saved by the Bill, part uh, 85, you know, which I don't watch those stupid shows because uh, most of the kids are ugly anyway. But I made some comment. He uh, thought I was serious. And then Dave O'Brien's a good guy. Oh! There's a really good guy, Dave O'Brien. He's the real star of Marlins baseball. And Book Shabby, who's good on the ear when he's with baseball games, though. to stop that. You know, it's one thing for me eating on the ear during a talk show, but eating on the ear during a br- baseball broadcast. Dude, you know that?
4: it's a bottom of the 7th,
6: 8th, and here's the pick. You know, I mean, come on, Boog, that, that's disgusting. You know, I guess they're throwing a lot of spitters when uh, he's calling it play-by-play, huh? Or maybe he's doing all the spitting. Did I say four till noon at 560 WQM? In fact, how about lighting up a good cigar when you're down there at the ball game? That's a good idea, Boog. No calories? Give you something oral to, uh, you know, fixate you during those hours when you're not uh, sucking all the food down, huh? Get you a great cigar from our friends at Nick's Cigars. In fact, I was over talking to my good close personal friend Richard Enton yesterday. My one of my attorneys. Every year I have to go see him do my corporate the work to give the state a few bucks. And uh, Richard's a big cigar lover. I said, hey, he handed me a Macanudo. I said, you know, I'll I'll smoke it only because you give it to me for free and it's nice. But I got to sponsor Nick's. That's great. They're the best. I said, why not get you some cigar? In fact, maybe we'll get Richard some cigar. Keep that. Tell John Penis we want a box of good mild cigars for Richard Enton, my attorney. And stop smoking so many, by the way, Richard. I'd like to keep you around for another three years anyway.
9: So, how gay do you want to look today? Pretty gay. Like flippant raving gay or just kind
5: of gay? No, like really gay. Great.
9: Lean back. How gay do you want to look today? Come to Gay Cuts and we'll give you the perfect hairdo to suit your alternative style. You want that tarsie bangs look thing or the two-layered thing around the back? No matter how gay you are, Gay Cuts can fit your style. And don't forget to ask about our new specialty cuts, too. From back shavings to crack shavings, Gay Cuts will do it all. Yeah, Sebastian just my hairy ass. If you could do something about that, we'd both be really happy.
5: Just bend over and say,
9: smooth for me. Gay cut, How gay do you
6: want to look today? How dare you? Ed
9: Berlinder, Unforced Radio, WCBW. Hey! let's hear it for
6: that Ed Verliner, huh? Oh Jesus, that's uh, that's a classic. That's an all-time. Don't don't ever lose that. Notice all the comment we had about that. See, if we were working in a place where, like, uh, the people were involved, where they were, like, aware, uh, you know, everybody and their brother would have said, oh, my God, that Edward Lynner thing was hysterical, right? And instead of that, they want to hear that stupid interview that Hank did with Will Clark over and over again, you know? Everybody in the building, oh, will you play that again? Please. We want to hear that. Okay. Hank don't like it, but we'll play it. WQAM, hello.
1: Hello? Yes, sir. Neil Rogers,
6: please. Yes, I am speaking. Hey Neil, how
1: are you? Great. And just had
4: a voicemail coming in. Uh, Neil, I just I I don't know how you do it. I mean, every time I I turn on your uh, show, people are calling you to find out, uh, you know, from you. Well, what is there to do, uh, and uh, so forth. Um, you mean like he, what,
6: what is there to do? Where? When they go somewhere, you mean? Well, exactly, go, they, they, yeah. There's a good McDonald's, yeah.
5: Exactly. Look, uh, yeah, Neil. What is there to do at? Uh, you know, some I'm going, such going to place? Rome.
6: Can you recommend a good uh, restaurant in Rome? Uh,
5: yeah, I mean, uh, every time I listen, I'm going to Amsterdam. Can you recommend
6: to... a good sex shop over there? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's get serious. <laughs> you know, just walk around, open up your eyes, and uh, sniff the pansies. You know, sniff the dandelions.
4: Yeah. But uh, that's always funny to hear when people just ask
6: you those moronic uh, but, but you gotta questions. But you've got to understand, sir, you're dealing in a place where the people are extremely parochial. In other words, no matter what it is, they don't know from it. So uh, I'm, d- I'm doing a great public service by at least getting them on a plane and going somewhere and making, uh, them re- making them realize there's a real world out there somewhere, and this ain't it. You're
5: right. Can I call somebody a douchebag? Yes, sir. Lewis from Pembroke Cage, you're a douchebag. All right.
6: See you, pal. Have a great life. There you go. That was a call. That was a good call. Short, yeah. sweet. He actually had something to say. Did his douchebag good? Let's hear it for this guy. Oh. I told you, you go through six, seven hundred calls, you might get a couple that are okay. Like that bitch from Phoenix, that fat cow. How dare you! Five six seven O oh, five sixty in Pond. That was great. I hope she's listening on the Audio Net again today. By the way, special hi to all our friends listening on the Audio Net and all the ships at sea from coast to coast. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States, and a special hello to all Canadian servicemen overseas, especially over there in Kosovo. Right, Foster? Foster, wake up already. Uh-huh. Christ, the leaves are falling like a rock. Harold Ballard and Foster, wake up before it's too late, before we hit rock bottom. Eight to five to the lowest scoring team in the league, San Jose. Last one was an empty netter, by the way. Oh, my God. What is happening to my leaves? huh? <clears throat> we'll be all right. WQAM, hello.
4: Hey, how's it going? Okay, sir. I don't know if a couple of weeks ago you were bringing out a cartoons out of the closet? Yeah. Uh, I got two for you.
6: Jerry Falwell and who else?
4: <laughs> Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, I don't know if you're that. If I do what? If you use that already. If someone called that up, you know, Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd coming out of the closet. Yeah,
6: uh-huh. uh WQAM, hello. Uh, if I do what? Hello? This is use
4: that already. A little louder, sir. Oh, okay. A little louder. Out of the closet. Yeah, uh-huh.
6: WQAM, hello. All
4: right, let me get to <laughs> it. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Y- Yes, sir.
6: Yeah, I can't hear you, sir. Speak up. Speak of that thing with the holes in it.
4: Yes, two things. And then try the phone way.
6: after that. Yes.
4: If you have a gay
2: guy and a straight guy together, the straight guy goes gay after either one joint or three drinks.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Also, uh South Florida weathermen.
6: Yeah, we got that list. Okay. It's a long list, too, by the way, to be continued to tomorrow and Monday. The weather fairies, boy, we got a lot of them here in town, except, of course, for Don no. and Bob Weaver and Bob Soper. Anybody else? Uh, well, we just don't. We just don't No. Love Don not know, by the way. Love Bob Weaver. He's a great guy. My good friend Bob Weaver. What's he on? About three in the morning now. And let me tell you again, Tony Cigaretto and uh, Jennifer uh, Sloppy Falapi—they're uh, got to be picked up in limousines to a—you uh, know—how come that was a news story in both newspapers? I still don't understand. Oh, they broke ground in Miramar for the new WTVJ studio. Like that's a, like that's a story. When we, when we moved QAM from Sheridan Street from the toilet, when all the guys moved over to this building and we moved from the second to the third floor, was that in the papers? No. Was that a news story? No. No. They haven't even built, they just broke ground for that thing. So what's the big deal, okay? Channel uh, 6 used to be Channel 4, used to be great with that silly ass Tony Cigaretto on there who wants to be picked up in a limo and brought to work and back. We should arrange. We know some limo people, huh? We should arrange for his ass to be picked up in a limo. Won't see him no more. He'll be like Pauly in The Godfather. Won't see him no more. Oh, yeah, exterminator. Don't say that. WQAM, hello.
4: Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking, sir. Neil. Yes. Don't apologize for Marlins, because golf is better than fat Hank.
6: Oh, that was bad. That was so bad, sir. As a matter of fact, uh, if we didn't have the ball game, Hank would probably be out of the golf tournament anyway. You could have the best of both worlds. What's your problem, pal? Don't be knocking Hank, okay? What the hell's wrong with you? He's under a lot of stress and a lot of strain. I'm trying to get him back on the healthy road to recovery. That uh, with that doctor book, Doctor Bernstein, and with that olive oil on the feet.
8: And you've been to several places for spring training.
6: Nah, come on, cut it out. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Echa la crema la canasta, si. Uh Uh-huh, I'm understanding too. and back to you. Hey, happy Pesach, by the way, to all our Yidlach out there, and happy Easter to all of our Goyim. What what is it for Easter? Just Easter eggs and Easter candy? Is there anything else that I'm missing out? Thorny crowns? What else? What else goes on at Easter time as far as culinary? Crucifixions. No, no, I'm not talking about, uh, I don't want to nail that down. I'm just talking about, like, Culinary. You know, like like the good Jewish holidays that have to do with food and wine. You know, pass the wine. Pass the Manischewitz, baby. Huh? See, that's where you blame your holidays suck. They're boring. Always this, uh, you know, very, well, except, of course, when you get to Christmas with the gifts, you know, ripped off that Hanukkah stuff. Which came first, by the way, Hanukkah or Christmas? That's our poll question. Who's copying who? Who had the Yarmulke first, huh? I rest my case. Not that freaking Pope with that silly dress. And by the way, even as bad as... I'll tell you one thing. The Hasidim, you thought they were the worst dressers in the world? Wrong! The people in the Vatican make the Hasidim look like like they work for uh, Gianni Versace. How's he doing, by the way? How's that uh, dove doing? Huh? That was the problem with Gianni. He dropped the dove. Right there on the steps. It's uh, nine minutes after noon, and and you know, like I said, when that happened, who cared? You know, I mean, I, it's bad anybody gets murdered like that. Although he was, uh, well, he was in uh, bad shape, but it's bad. I'm not saying that that was good, but why was that such a big thing, as, except for the artsy fartsy crowd down around the Ocean Drive people, the people on South Beach? Did you ever hear? Did you know who he was?
8: Just as a clothing designer. Right?
6: Well, we know Giorgio Armani, but do we know where right. he
8: lives? No.
6: No. We know Calvin Klein. Well. Like I said, put him on the list. Now, what's wrong with those Calvin Klein? You see, again, I go back to that over and over again. That, that's the epitome of what's wrong with this country. And all the people in the media, the goody-two-shoes phonies, they lie through their teeth. Oh, yes, those ads were disgusting, was exploiting young children. And like I said at the time a few weeks ago, they had little kids in underwear in a goddamn Sears catalog 50 years ago, and nobody got hysterical about that. There's nothing sexual about little kids in underwear except for perverts who are the ones screaming the loudest. What the hell's wrong with those people? Christ Almighty. Ten minutes past noon at 560 QM. We're only 40 minutes away from Marlins baseball. God dang it. (laughs) Twelve thirteen 13 at 560 WQAM. Don't forget, tune back in. Check back what is it for. Hank will be here from Shula State, too. Got to give him all the help he can get after Marlins baseball. We'll be off the air for about uh, three hours or so, 1215 until 4 o'clock. Marlins and the Cardinals. Where's that game, by the way? Cardinals at the. I guess that's up in Vieira, huh? Oh, boy. Uh Uh-huh. WQAM, hello.
7: Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. Just driving by in Boca, the rascal house, and, boy, what do you Oi. know? <laughs> another ambulance pulls up.
5: Boy.
7: <laughs> They're dropping like flies over there. Boy. <laughs> and uh, another thing, get rid of Geldy. He's terminal. Okay.
6: Thanks. Thanks. Oh, boy. Poor Geldy, man. They're picking on Geldy today, you know, after they heard him say, Hey,
1: that's a good-looking guy. That
6: kind of like did it for him. WQAM, Hello.
2: A hey, uh, normal white person. What is it? Uh, I said normal person to talk to Neil.
6: Normal person. All right. Here's the first one this week. How are you doing, sir?
2: <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Where's George today?
6: George is uh, opening mail in the other room. He's stealing CDs. He's
2: uh, yeah, popping, so.
6: uh he's popping wood in the other room. <laughs> popping plastic.
2: It's not through a hole, though, is it? No. All right. Well, I won't worry about him then. But anyway, I'd, I just got uh, three things for Neil. Uh, okay, comment look- on comment on the uh, this the is- uh, gay career group. Yeah. Uh, this is a mobile in uh, Fort Lauderdale.
6: Oh, let's go to a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
2: Oh, hello. Cool. How you doing? George is uh, popping it in the other room, huh? Yeah, right. Okay, great. Uh, number one, gate what do you careers. Got gate careers? Yeah. Uh, computer uh, help desk.
6: Computer hump desk?
2: Help, help, help desk.
6: Computer help desk?
2: Help as uh, an H-E-L-P, sir.
6: Computer help desk?
2: Yeah, you call in for uh, computer support.
6: Okay. Okay. I don't even know what one. that is, but I'll figure it out. Okay. Oh you mean like a computer uh like a uh, technology yeah, soft, computer technology. Problems, okay, right, got it. Computer okay.
2: problems. Sort of uh number two is a good Catholic well actually I have a bad Catholic story. Uh been married three times and the Catholic church has said to my girlfriend that she's living in uh living without grace.
4: There's no like, fact in, in the church. Yeah, she'd probably like to be
6: living with grace, Mark Grace.
2: Yeah, Mark or uh probably Father Grace.
6: Or will Grace, yeah.
2: Yeah, And uh, if I come up with $3,000 uh, a all right, $3,000 a marriage, I can be absolved from my sins. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That works pretty good, doesn't Just
6: it? Just like Bob Barker says, the price is right. Go for it. And good luck to you, sir. God bless you. What's he complaining about? It's a business, okay? If you're going to be in business, you got to make... the, the power, power of Christ compel you. Right. you. The power
5: of Christ compels you. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Oi!
6: The power of Christ compels you! Wow. How's Reagan doing, by the way? No, I don't mean Ronald. Okay, so by the way, somebody did call in. and What was the mother's name, the actress? Uh, uh, we, did you write it down? Yeah, that was weeks Chris ago. something. Chris, that, no, that's good enough. That was her first name. That was Linda Blair's mother. We know the actress, okay, which I forgot already. Um, Ellen. Ellen Burstyn, yeah, we know that. She's bursting out all over. Right, but uh, we know it was Ellen Burstyn. We want to know the name of what the, the actress was. She played and it. was was uh, Chris, but the last name is not important. And uh, it was Reagan. Linda Blair was Reagan. And I guess when she spat her head around like that, that's when she lost her memory, too. WQAM, hello.
4: Hello. Yes, sir. Are you talking to Neil? Speaking. You know, I got two uh, for your list. Oh, this list
6: is just bu- it's uh, bulging all over, man. I mean,
4: Kim, everybody's been joining in on this. Yeah. Interior designer. Qu-
6: yeah, we got that one.
4: And uh, what about uh, gourmet chefs?
6: Gourmet chef, okay.
4: And I got a shameless request. And Can don't you say that bit with uh, the Jamaican guy says, get the Hoover out the moon, man?
6: That bit? Is that, a, is that a bit? Yeah. You mean? Get the Hoover out the moon, man. Okay, never have a great lifestyle. Well, that was easy. That was short, quick, and sweet. 5 6 seven, oh, five, oh, my God, only 33 uh, minutes or so until baseball time. Wow. Oh, man, I feel this uh, strange, bizarre welling up in my innards right now just thinking about Marlins baseball. Wow. Woo, heavy duty. Can't help it, man. It's part of the uh, deal. It's part of our, uh, and, of course, do we have the regular season schedule yet? No. For the Marlins? Oh, and by the way, I'm sure glad I fumbled my way into remembering this. Do we have our Marlins season tickets yet? No. Those of us who are supposed to have them, like yours truly and my famous attorney Norma Kent? No. Has this joint provide? I mean, today is already the 25th of March. What day is the regular season start? Isn't it about uh, eight or ten days? Yeah, it's it's in just a few days, man, because I know we got our last exhibition game. Uh, let's see. April 2. No. That's the last exhibition game is April 2.
8: That's what you were asking.
6: No, no, I said when's the regular season start. Oh, I don't know. It must be just like a couple of days after that. I would, I would imagine that those Marlins regular season tickets are all over the place. Do we have ours yet? No. No. George have his, uh, employee of the month check for $200 yet? No. And uh, there it goes around and around. And you see, you think that I'm a malcontent. I'm, I'm a happy camper. Okay. I'm just a mild mannered like Clark Kent and I got the glasses to prove it. Okay. But when people uh, pee on your parade, you can't sit back and be a pussy all your life. You got to open up your mouth and speak out. Hey, stupid! Don't take crap from these bastards. Don't let them pay you whenever they get around. Wouldn't feel like it. That's why they got money to buy those damn three-piece suits at Goodwill because they're using that money where they could have been paying us. Where do you think they got that big family dumpster they all sleep in at night? Behind Goodwill. WQAM. Hello. Hey,
4: Neil. How you doing? The is only Fat Goodwill on this list is brother and sister. What is it? Is Fat Rich and Hank brother and sister? Are no. They related?
6: No, they're not. WQAM, hello.
4: Neil, how's it going?
6: Call up Hank and ask him these personal questions. I'm sure he'll be delighted to hang up on you. Yes, sir.
4: <laughs> well, just picking me up cold is kind of a strange uh, yeah, phenomenon good, going good. on. It's good. I here. like being like picked
6: it. up cold. when you At least expect it.
4: That's right. Um, the uh, One one thing no one ever mentioned about your list, it just keeps growing and growing. It keeps
6: and getting bigger, man.
4: Swelling out of it's
6: proportion. It's expanding. It's gigantic. It's uh, like a runaway snake.
4: Any, any man that works it with It keeps getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Like an upholsterer or like drapery guys? Right. Oh, my goodness. Right. You ought uh-huh. to see these guys walking around. Queens, yeah. <laughs> anyway, too. See, um, you know, it's, it's
6: interesting. What we should have done is subdivide because they're like lumberjacks, truck drivers. These are like your macho queens. You know what I'm saying? These are macho gay guys. Right. You know, athletes, people like that. Yeah, but they, then there's also like interior decorators, and what you're talking about tend to be like a little more flamers. Yeah, know? a
4: little bit. You know, they're kind of a lean, skinny kind of. You know, claimers, right. Yeah, a little weak-looking guy. Yeah, well, that's, uh,
6: I, you know, the way it is. That's right. We can't all be macho like a guilty, you know.
4: Also, did I hear you correctly yesterday, or was it the day before? I can't remember. Um, you were saying something that there was evidence that Jerry Falwell had paid out something like $200,000 yes. over the last...
6: Right, for, years for various like people that. to make up stories about Clinton, right. Just just like Susan McDougall uh, yesterday testified that uh, her husband was trying to coerce her into testifying, making up that she slept with Clinton and all these other stories, all these things, right.
4: Isn't there anything that... It can be done. I mean, as far no, as like, nothing's going to be
6: done because the media doesn't care about this. All the media cares about is uh, you know uh, John Bonet and Tom Snyder's uh, going to do his last interview. That's all. And uh, you know who uh, stiffed at the Oscars and who paid off to get uh, you know the the uh, Shakespeare movie the Academy Award. That's all they care about. I mean, know? all
4: these all these ridiculous little conspiracies to try and you know make Clinton look bad. He's kind of am I doing it himself? But don't but... you
6: understand? The media is scared crapless of religion. Anybody connected with religion, even pseudo-religionists, they're scared like crap of them. So they put them all on Larry King so he can suck their ass, <laughs> and then they make them look like uh, legitimate people, you know, like legitimate business guys.
4: Yeah, well, I- I'm definitely sick of it, Neil. I'm, I'm tired of it, man. Sick.
6: I've had it up to my goddamn ears. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. Thanks,
4: Neil.
6: It's coming out of my like religious horse manure. Oh, but you don't understand. The end is coming, the millennium. Yeah, yeah, right. Just get that Newsweek with a picture of Yoshki on the cover there and read that stuff about all that. how it was all written years and years after he died. Hand-me-down. Just imagine what they would be talking about the Kennedy assassination if we didn't have TV, we didn't have the Zapruder film, we didn't have Lee Harvey Oswald getting shot by Jack Ruby on tape, as I saw it live on NBC myself, and, we, and, and we, st- we saw all that. We still don't know the answer. How do you like that? But just miraculously all these uh all these maniacs decided, Let's invent another religion, okay, it's good business and everybody said, Oh, okay, sure. Whatever you say. Like in the Godfather. Oh yeah, whatever you say, sure. I didn't know no Godfather, but whatever you say. That's what Frankie Pentangeli said. W Q A M, hello.
8: Okay, first I've got something for your list.
6: Oh
4: my god. What? what if you
6: listen I don't think I ever picked you up cool before, did I? No. Oh, it's if, a horrible feeling. You, it's scary. If, if you
4: really <laughs>
6: Give me give me goosebumps.
4: If you really want to help obese Hank.
6: If I want to help what?
4: Obese Hank.
6: Fat Hank, yeah.
4: Get him a book called Four Pillars of Healing by Leo Gallon.
6: Oh, I got him the best book going. I got him that diabetes book by uh, Dr. Richard Bernstein, Diabetes uh, Solution. It's the best book in the world for diabetics. So you're finding something other than uh, eating to do with olive oil now, huh? hmm Right. I'm rubbing it. Okay. Listen. And guess uh, what? And guess what? I'm not the one with the orange head either. Uh-huh. I haven't
4: had I haven't had that for years.
6: Yeah. I'm not anyway, talking about the one on your shoulders.
4: Listen, one one I want to add one to the list. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's brought it up. Pool uh-huh. cleaning services.
6: Oh pool clean now, uh the amazing part of it is my uh-huh. pullman uh, cliff, he's uh, he's as straight as an arrow, but of course he's a yeah, um, he's a Rasta if, man, you know. If you're gonna come to my ass my house with your ass hanging out, at least trade the hair off your ass. Have a good day. Okay. And I'm not coming to your house with or without my uh, ass hanging out. How do you like that?
3: there was an old farmer who lived on a rock he sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek their feet in the water their hands on their marbles and playthings and at half past four there came a young lady she looked like a pretty young creature she sat on the grass she pulled up her dress and she showed them her rumbles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck out his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he'd spread whipped cream all over
2: her cookies
3: that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself.
6: Yeah. 1227 at 560 WQAM. Yeah, see, George is getting all these. See, I, I don't want to talk about it on the air, but I'm going to anyway. Because his phone doesn't work in there, and uh, we get calls from, like, the Culligan man, our good, close, personal friend. They're supplying water, all the people in the building. Even the people that are ripping me on the air in the morning, by the way, I notice, are sucking up the free water. In fact, they're the ones that are drinking it because we got our own free water in here from South Falcone at Soleil Water. So how do you like that? And we don't mind sharing it all with anybody on this end of the building with our friends and even them in the morning. But he can't, we can't do any business because the phone is broken in there, and the only answer we get from our broken-down program director is,
5: uh, you know, like, uh, yeah. yeah,
6: or our general manager. What are you going to do about it, Greg? Yeah. yeah, and our chief engineer. How are we going to get these things fixed, uh, George? Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, that audio vault that keeps uh, screwing up all day in here, what are we going to do about that? Yeah. Yeah. God, and you wonder why I carry on about these things like some kind of a petulant child. Not because I want them to be this way. I would like to work in paradise for a couple of days, and believe me, this ain't it. Just for a couple of days. I don't expect perfection, just like a little attempt to do things right. WQAM, hello.
4: Yes, sir. Two for your list. Oh,
6: my God, the list is growing and growing. It's out of control.
4: Well, first of all, shipmates. Shipmates. Yes, of any kind. Yeah. Uh, that's why they go ARG all the time. Uh-huh. And um, the Florida Marlins.
8: Okay. I say mm. week.
6: 567056. Oh, five, We've got only 20 minutes to go till that Marlins game. The Marlins and the San Luis Cardinals. Any interest whatsoever? No. no. The slightest, the most minute, tiny amount no. of interest? No. no. Is there anybody out there can named besides Cliff Floyd. Anybody? and Alex Fernandez and Levon? Anybody on his team? No. no. Oh. And you know something? Now that I think about it, I don't think I could. How about, uh, what's that kid name, Dunwoody? No, when I was in the team room the other day, uh, Woody Graber was back there said, Dunwoody? Scored, scored. said, no, I'm still working on it. Squirt, squirt, That's it. We don't know anybody on that team. We don't want to know. I mean, don't take it personal, guys. It's just that, uh, you know, they destroyed it, they blew it up, and now people expect us to take an interest? No. No, we don't care. You want to buy any spots on those broadcasts? No. Are you pissed off about the fact they're running my live spots in there and you guys are paying for it when you're buying one thing and getting uh, sold another? Uh-huh. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Guys who
4: make mozzarella pizza should be at...
6: WQAM, hello.
4: Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. This is John Lakeworth. Yes, John. Uh, While you're adding to the list real
6: quick, did you happen to put down U.S. Attorney Generals? Good point. Okay. Also, any men. That now, which play list th- do I put that one on? Yeah, go ahead. Any men that play the piano, or all
8: women basketball players.
6: Yeah, we got the lady. A pianist. Pianist. Yeah. Okay, we'll put pianist on the list. Okay, that fits right in, so to speak. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. We well, must be some, uh huh? How about like uh, conductors, like Leonard Bernstein? He was notorious. Well, we can out him now. I mean, everybody knows that he's uh, dead, huh? He was notorious. Liberace, we're not too sure about. <laughs> huh? I'll give you a straight uh, piano guy. was Victor Borga. Now, he was like more of a comedian. He kept threatening to play the piano, but he was afraid if he ever played it that we'd think he was, uh, well, you know, so he never really touched the keys. Did I say magicians? Yes. WQAM, hello. Neil, how the hell are
5: you, buddy? Okay, sir. Anybody bring up the story last night, 60 Minutes Rant? No. Uh, You may have heard about it over
11: I was here. at
6: the hockey game. Sorry. I know you I were. were. I wish I would have rather seen 60 Minutes. I, I was
8: switching over. I can understand your Oh, pain.
6: it was weak. It was terrible. Yeah.
8: But anyway, 60 Minutes did a piece on over in England about 50 years ago, women who brought their children to the Catholic Church because they couldn't afford to raise them uh, had their kids
6: sent to Australia without them knowing. Build some gigantic church
4: for the Christian brothers over there All right. all the all the boys all they could talk about is how the priests would molest them over and over. they could no get fact in, in the church exactly if yeah. you just saw it, you you'd have been in tears hmm. but uh two two more for your list uh postal workers,
6: yeah, we had that yeah You
4: do How about yeah. uh women at work at home
6: depot <laughs> and the tool department, no doubt, I didn't know, they had women at work at Home Depot. What are we gonna, what are we gonna have out there by me, which used to be, what was the name of that? Not Home Depot, um, Builder Square, which went out of business. When I was in there looking for my toilet seat, did I find it? No. God, I got, I got hemorrhoids just walking around there. I had to cover so much territory, about 85 acres just to get to where they used to have the uh, toilet seats, and they had about four of them left. And I think they were like for the outhouse in Hallandale or something. They were definitely not for my toilet. So thanks again to my good, close personal friend out there that brought me the toilet seat that day. What was his name, Matt? Huh? That was either his first name or something like that. W Q A M, hello.
10: Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, uh
6: speaking of hemorrhoids, uh yeah. that's the reason why I called. Rectum. How about uh anybody yeah, uh, anybody mentioned AIDS doctors? Proctologists? Yamon. Yeah, I, I
8: mean, said that
6: I, I said that yesterday It was early uh, on the list. Yeah, they my mine didn't look like much of a queer or anything, but he really
11: uh took his sweet ass time getting uh around sweet around ass time just play on
6: words. Yeah, what did he find anything in there?
5: Uh yeah.
6: Did he linger did he linger a little bit too long?
5: Well
11: actually
6: did his finger a... linger a little bit too long.
4: Well his finger was the lingering and his assistance was uh giving me the eye.
6: Uh huh. Well at least it felt like a finger anyway. No, seriously, we were talking about that the other day and I never got a chance to mention it on the air. When you shake hands with somebody like when you shake hands with a guy and he his hand lingers a little bit too long. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, that happens to me all the time. Like last night at the hockey game. Now it didn't happen last night. Met a lot of nice people. Saw a lot of people I've met before, et cetera, And so on. Good to see you, Sean. But anyway, no, seriously, there are a lot of you know. And there's some people you meet. Now this happens very, very frequently. Maybe it's because uh, I don't know. But they hold your hand a little bit too long. I don't. I don't go for that. I mean, if I hold your hand longer than you feel necessary, there's probably a message in there. And most of you, it won't happen. But. No, seriously, I, I don't like that. Do you? The, 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 can, no, you, I was going to brought it up. The willies? I mean, it gives me the creeps when that happens. Same thing with hugs. Yeah. Like, that's enough. You know, somebody will hug you and, uh you know.
5: Three little I'll, pats I'll on the tell, back, that's I'll point. tell
6: you who hugged me that I never met before. And, and I, I hugged him because we felt like we knew each other. But the hug was like, uh and I know he's as straight as an arrow, but uh, it's Stevie Bauer. You know. Rocky no, he, he's Cuban. Is it a Cuban thing? Oh, they hug. No, he. but he's also half Jewish. Well, yeah. No, but seriously, I mean, I met him at a hockey game about four or five years ago. And I'd always talked about him on the air and how good he used to look. Uh, you know. And we had him on the air that day. Remember he came in? But, uh, boy, he hugged me and held on for dear life. Maybe I'm the only guy that will hug him now, you know, after all the problems he's had. That might be it. Why are you looking like that? I mean, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I wish him nothing but the best. He's a good, he's had problems, you know, those Hollywood people, they always have those problems of various kinds. Women problems, nose problems, but he's a great guy. And god damn, he used to look good. Que pasa? USA? 24 before a 1 560 WQM. So if you slept like a lousy last night, maybe one of the problems you got, besides too much uh, olive oil in the wrong places. Maybe we're sliding around on the sheets. Come on, that's not where you're supposed to put it, Hank. Don't slide around on those sheets.
3: It's a lie.
5: I am not a Nazi.
6: 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. Boy, I tell you, the pressure is starting to build. Either it's eating lunch that early or maybe that ball game. It's coming one or the other, maybe both. Wow, we are almost right on top of it, boys and girls. Marlins and Los Cardinales, man, from Vieira. Up there, uh, a road up the road, a piece. Exhibition baseball right here in the middle of the day. Only QAM has got the balls and the the courage, the lack of intelligence, the lack of common sense, the lack of good business judgment, the lack of integrity to uh, do a bait and switch with our sponsors and with the audience and put that swill right on there in the middle of the day. WQAM, hello.
1: Hi, can I speak to Neil?
6: Speaking, sir. Neil, I got two for you. All right. Your list. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Number one, baggage handlers, because they can handle my bag. Number two, yeah, any guy who owns a cat, that's the only pussy they see. Okay, excellent. Yeah, guys that are into cats, they're definitely fags. Make no mistake about all those guys that work with dogs. Remember we got that yesterday? Like guys that work in veterinarians? Definitely, most of them, maricones. WQAM, hello.
4: Hey, Neil, how's it going, man? Okay, sir. I think we omitted two. I don't know if... I might have missed him, but definitely construction workers.
6: Yeah, we got it.
4: Absolutely. And
3: any guy that rollerblades. Okay. Hey, listen, i got to go back to the construction site. Take care. Okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of Radius, by the way, remember our old friend Radius? We don't want you to call Radius, but it just came to mind. Uh You know, those great toothbrushes, which we used to have. Uh, I used to do spots for them, remember, for a very brief while. God, those are getting harder and harder to find. And I was in my uh, favorite Walgreens boy, I told you they sure treated me right in there uh, yesterday the other day. Wow, remember Dr. Mark called in that prescription, "Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, What well, So you you know I was out of there in a heartbeat, but I had a scour through their uh very pedestrian uh, They I had eight million toothbrushes in there, and I finally found a radius. Those are the, that I wish tell me could have that on the air again. That's a great toothbrush, only I, they even they even make them for right-handers and left-handers. They do. What are you laughing about? I know. They make them on an angle. If you brush with your, I'm talking about brushing your teeth, I'm talking for Christ's sakes. And believe me, you don't necessarily brush your teeth with the same hand you uh, handle your goods with. Believe me. But, uh, and so I found one. And it was about the only one they had. Why? There is a really outstanding, great product. Everybody should go out immediately, if not sooner. In fact, how come dentists? All over America, all you uh, dentists and all you hygienists are recommending, you know, in fact, the last when I was at the dentist uh, last week, so she cleans my teeth and at the end she hands me a real thin crest uh, toothbrush, you know, that weighs like a quarter of an ounce, and I realize they bring in about 50,000 of those for all the dentist offices, and they get them for nothing, but... Why? Yeah, that's my question for all you dentists out there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Including my good friend, Dr. Gary.
5: Why?
6: Yeah, can you do it again? Why? (laughs) Okay, 1242 at 560. Yes, she was tickled by that. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello.
4: Do you think we could go the whole season without the Marlins broadcast crew say good seats, good seats are still available?
6: <laughs> oh, I think the answer you're looking for, sir, is no. no. No chance. No way, Jose. Oh, look at this. We're coming up on it, baby. See, I like getting off early if I'm leaving town, you know, like when I let you do the uh, 20 minutes and I hop on a plane, I get out of here. But knowing that tomorrow is Friday and I kind of come back, I resent that because it's costing us money and it's taking away bitching time that I could be sitting here screaming and yelling and maybe embarrassing them into getting your phone fixed in there and doing something about all this other, all these things. Well, I'll tell you, the best uh, piece we got in here is yeah. because that's perfect. Uh, it took us uh, 14 and a half months, almost 15 months to get that. But that's the definitive answer you get for any any question. Are we gonna get that phone fixed? Yeah. yeah. They're getting the dump button for the talent there in the uh, sports studio. Yeah. Gonna get that uh, bonus that check for George for his uh, employee of the month. Yeah. How about that money for my uh, for my playoff tickets for the Panthers? Yeah. How about those Marlin tickets, those season tickets for me and Norm?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
6: And what kind of a schmuck comes to work with Mono?
5: Yeah.
6: But other than that. There you go, because it's the QAMF and way, baby. WQAM, hello. Uh, goalies go and geldy blows.
8: Say what? Goalies go and geldy blows.
6: Oh, I, I couldn't. Have, yeah, goalies go. This is a good day for it, sir. Nice timing. Eight to five to San Jose, right there in the Air Canada Center. We're losing every day now. Home games, road games, unscheduled games. One good game they played in the last six weeks, that was the Jersey game Saturday. Even a couple of games we won, they, uh, they, sliced them up in the media for playing so bad. You know, it's one thing to go through a little bit of a swoon, but it's another thing to, uh, just, you know, you start getting a little bit nervous because we've had too many of these false alarms in the past. Let's get back on the, uh, get back with it. And by the way, let's quit putting Mary Healy in the Nets too last night. Seven goals. With an empty netter, we don't count. Seven goals last night, Mary. And I saw some of the low lights. I could have stopped those. And by the way, Kelly, know I wouldn't run away. From a puck. WQAM. Hello. In fact, I'm the guy that caught the baseball between my knees at the uh, U of M. But what does he know about anything? WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay.
3: You know, I'm so disgusted with the Panthers. And, and,
6: and why is that?
4: Because what are disgusted
6: our, about. Well,
4: they're they're running the organization into the ground. They, everybody's making trades, and we. They're running down.
6: into the ground. We had a, a sellout last night.
4: There was a lot. It's
6: of, Passover. So it's it's like... no, there wasn't. But every ticket was sold. And there weren't a lot of empty seats compared to most games. That place was jammed.
4: The product sucks, though. Yeah,
6: I I understand that. But don't you understand? They don't care about that. As long as people keep showing up, filling an ass in every seat, they don't care, obviously.
4: It's so damn expensive to go see watch that crap. Right, it's, it's disgusting.
6: Right, I agree. They got a mediocre team. There's no question. And again, they, a lot of mistakes they made signing long term Kirk Muller, Garpenloff, all these stiffs, and we're stuck with them until uh, we can either they either croak or uh, we trade them or, uh, or or their contract runs out. And
4: you, and you know something Chris else? Wells, that
6: project, Chris Wells.
4: Yeah, in any other uh, company, Brian Murray would have been fired a year ago. Right. And it's ridiculous. Well, and Bill guess, Corey, what the hell is he doing up there?
6: He's uh, switching he's bow ties every five minutes. He's That's he's right. He's
4: on a bow tie, right? Right.
8: It, Bill.
6: Okay. Yeah, the Panther fans aren't too happy in case you guys in the organ And we still can't see. Here we are. We only got a few home games left. What did I tell you? We get to the end of the season. Can we see that red light anymore at that uh, north end? Yes. No. 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 I'm uh, sorry. No. 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 Can't see it. I mean, these are like I said, basic rudimentary, rudimentary elements, rotor rooter elements. Boy, it's almost that time. I want to make sure I uh, do this right. I don't want to screw up that game. I don't want to get Joe and uh, Joe and Dave, and especially that big fat <laughs> booster pissed off. WQAM, hello.
4: Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Something's got to go at the top of the list. You'll love this. I used to have a guy who's a gigolo, and he got hooked up with a millionaire. Uh-huh. And they come down here, and the lady had a, a male housekeeper. Uh-huh. That's who he was dating. The manager at Publix. Think about it.
2: Okay.
6: Meaning? Well, I have no idea. Don't ask me. What was your name? See, that's a sexist remark. The manager at Publix might have been a young lady, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. Does he know what he's talking about? No. WQAM, hello.
4: Hey, Neil, I got one for the list. Yes? Concierge.
6: Concierges.
3: Concierges. Okay. Even the name sounds gay.
6: The same name does sound very fair, yeah.
3: Hey, And uh, I, got, I think I figured something out over here in Fort Myers uh you
6: know how people were calling uh have been calling constantly saying that you know you always get when you come back from a break you always get cut off the first 10 seconds right. or so uh maybe they don't understand 7
4: second delay meaning what Well meaning that uh you guys are on a delay and maybe maybe they haven't figured that out yet
6: Okay so, okay you're following what he's saying of course not No because that what it is <laughs> you don't know the difference between a delay and getting chopped off okay I mean, if there are any of you guys in Fort Myers who want to come over here, we'll be glad to show what getting chopped off is all
3: about. Oh God! Come on. That's all for Neil today. The have to play. No. I'm sure Neil doesn't mind going home. I think I screwed something up. Down two or three sport holes. And hear a team that blows As the rest of us with flies turn off the radio It's
5: Marlin Baseball it's boring and it's Marlin Baseball And such a goddamn pity Designed for those who don't like to think And get excitement from recalling the sink It's Marlin Baseball Boy, no one gives a f- Get the entertainment, the Marlins want their payment. Contractual agreement must be met. Despite the trading dip, they have to pay the pay And hope they find an audience whose brains are dead. In Marlins Day's It's time to make a sandwich. Marlins Day's fall. I'd rather hear Japan exciting as the sound of drying paint. Alright! Designed
3: for those with trouble getting laid. Baseball. Boys, for life's assholes. Mom. One spot open in the rotation. Pitch at and at it. Baseball. <laughs> no one a... Pitch bunted. little trickle up the third baseline. A very good one. Picked up by the third base. Oh, boy. Don't take it
6: personally <laughs> unless, first unless you want so to, guys. Person. But we're... Uh, oh, do I have to even time to say goodbye here today or what? Can I...
3: The Neil
0: Rogers Show on 560 WQAM Miami, Fort Lauderdale.